You're listening to CaveRadioBroadcasting.com. The words and opinions you are about to hear are of the hosts and do not reflect the management of CaveRadioBroadcasting.com. Back, bitches. We're in the cave. This is Nicole. I'm Tim. It's a happy hour, everybody. Happy two hours. And we got guests. Yeah. <laughs> we've, been, we've been gone a minute. Nicole's been busy. I've been busy. John just doesn't show up. <laughs> so. so. <laughs> Chris, is, Chris is back from his vacation. Yeah, we're going to hear about that, yeah. Chris. Yeah. Some fun stories. <laughs> it's good stuff. But yeah, like Nicole said, we got a couple of fantastic guests in tonight. All right. First, I want to say a very good friend of mine I'm excited to have here, C.D. Henderson. What? I know. <laughs> we're going to talk about your film like a, actor. He's like, don't tell people that. Don't tell, yeah. He's a pro at this, so he's going to maybe show us the ropes on well, how to no, be a little professional. This, but, uh, well, welcome to the amateur show. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> good to be here. Good it's to be here. fun to have no rules. <laughs> <That's> it is. <laughs> and we're going to talk some entertainment about the film, the acting. CD does so many things. Well, so. Show business. You know, you got to have like five or six things yeah, going on. And you, he's an amazing singer. Am I? Yeah. I'm pretty good. Yeah. Right. Main right. Street Soul. <laughs> we can yeah. duet. We're gonna, we're gonna we'll get a doo wop group going tonight. No, I don't know. If we're to. gonna get everybody listening. We'll pull it up online or something. Uh, I, mean, I don't know. Not <laughs> a good idea. <laughs> but thank you. You're That's very welcome. Kind. Yeah, you welcome, are. man. You're welcome. Yeah, and thanks, then there's Shelly Smith. Hello. She's Yay. a fellow comic, thespian, and yeah. she is she, actually running. She's for the. This is our third year. Actually, uh, Michigan, fifty first jokes, and yeah. Shelly's the one who's been putting it together for us. It's a annual national right mm-hmm. comedy mm-hmm. event stand-up ten, comedy ten, 10 or 11 cities this year oh exciting. good stuff and i'm in it so yeah. we're gonna perform our very first joke of the year brand new nobody's better never heard it nothing so mm-hmm. a little scary for a lot of people and we're gonna talk about that too tonight good stuff, good stuff. How, so. are you, how are you nicole i'm good yeah I'm good. Everything good? Christmas, <laughs> Christmas was good? Was Christmas so good? Was Christmas good? Christmas is good. Yeah? Yeah. Did get everything Santa brought to you that you wanted? Yeah, yeah. I'm not about the gifts, you know. I'm about spending it with the right people. Man, somebody trying to get in heaven. Somebody's just broke. Same here. <laughs> I was trying to convince everybody it's not about the gifts, right? Do you really mean I that? I came over. <laughs> Hey, it's not the thought. It's the gift that counts. That's right. right. It's my presence. <laughs> Your presence is a present. Oh, how about you guys? <laughs> yeah, mine was good. Mine was good. You know, there's family stuff and, you know, sitting around eating too much. And Is that John saying he's not going to show up or something? You're looking at your phone. Uh, <laughs> no. That's some nonsense. John John said he'll be here. He was... Uh, we'll see. I don't Do know. you know, I've been on this show. I don't Who's know how John? many times. Oh, He's sorry. the other host that I've never okay. sat in this studio with. <laughs> she, she, she has guested on here twice and he wasn't here. Is he an imaginary friend, Tim? Just tell us. <laughs> so bad. She's a Is myth, he an imaginary he? friend? Trust me. He's a silent partner. <laughs> he wouldn't be an imaginary friend. <laughs> 
<laughs> the guy's barely here when he's here. <laughs> Maybe you should just get like a hand puppet that you call John. Yeah, and we you could, just Chris, you can work it. And do different voices. You Chris, could. you could hold it up like this. We can't see you. Put a curtain there. Do a puppet show or some shit. <laughs> no, John, John had started the show years ago, but he just got back into comedy. He kind of let it go for a while and... You know, he's been doing some things. He's very secretive, though, on some things, so <laughs> sure, we don't really know. Sure. But I know he's been trying to get into some shows, get some uh, stage time, and then he also is trying to start a uh, some sort of food business. Remember that day we all realized this was a mob front, and it was today? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, John, John's supposed to come here after uh, he opens up at, uh, uh, what did I say, Laugh Tracks? Yeah, that's right. I don't know why, so we'll see. We'll see. I mean, but right now we got CD. Yeah, we got, we, got, we got better people than John yeah, Jude. I know. So. <laughs> what? That's a pretty heady intro. Yeah. <laughs> How do you turn these headphones up? I, turn, I can't hear anything. No, that's oh. all right. You know what? He's got you. I'm a broadcast professional. You. I can, I, I, I can wing it. I can take one of these. All right. Out. Okay. Tell us about some of your radio. Some of my radio. The, the Experience. Radio was my jobs. I, I kept to, to put you've been food on the over. table. You know, while I was studying to be a godlike millionaire rock star while retaining my sensitive roots. Because that was a job I wanted since I was 13. Everybody wants that job. You know, yeah. Rock star? Yeah. Who wants to do, wants to do that? <laughs> yeah, who I just wanted to marry a rock star. I didn't want to be a rock yeah, star. Yeah, well, see, there you go. There you go. No, no, I loved radio. Radio was fun. It kept me out of trouble. It kept me off the streets. And, uh, and uh, I liked uh, talking and mimicking commercials. So I figured I could jump into that business. I figured, why not? If that uh, jackass can do it, how come I can't? <laughs> <laughs> I, I really did. I said that guy. That guy is just like I'm just as good as that guy. I and might even that might. No, I know how it is when you see, you see somebody. You're, mm-hmm. Yeah, you see that one like, person. Well, look and at us. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah <laughs> like yeah. we can do this. No, so I've been uh, I've been I've been doing stuff on there since uh, I was I was 14 or 15. Wow. When I was, uh, when I, when I my, my first time on the air was at DC 101 in Washington, where I, where, where I grew up. I I uh, entered a contest. You could write down all the songs you wanted to play in an hour on the rock station. And they pulled my card. They go through all of them. And they called me. They said, hey, come on down and, and do an hour, you know, on the air. And, you know, it was Sunday night, you know, it was nine, nine <laughs> o'clock. But, you know, that's okay. I was still on the <laughs> I air. Know, you know, I was still in. on the air. It was great. And uh, I got to do my first on-air kind of hour shift. I played all the songs I wanted to hear. And I played some cool stuff. Do you remember the songs? Uh, I played some Heart. I played Led Zeppelin. I played The Cars. Uh, I played oh, The Cars Dangerous. Fun. I played some Pat, Pat Travers. Okay. Um, I played a little bit of everything, man. And... Uh, who else did Fog Hat? What else did so I? So it was a rock rock station. Oh, it was it, it was, was, it was it back was, in the day when okay. like you could play whatever you want. It was good. It was like when music was. I won't say it's bad today, but you know you it's not me. It. It's bad today. It's just <laughs> it's just not as good. Uh, Homer Simpson said it best. You know, it, it, pop music peaked in 1975. Everybody knows that. <laughs> you know, the best songs well, have already 85. been written. Yeah. <laughs> nah, the best songs have been. They're all derived from the stuff in the 70s. But you know, I've been in radio. Uh, I've been in radio a long time, and you know, I came here to Michigan and went to Central, studied broadcasting and theater, and then came down to state because I was in a band and we were going to make it. <laughs> and uh, so I stayed with the band. I didn't move back to Washington. I stayed with the band and uh, and. Well, you guys are Michigan's like top. They are. You are one of the best we've got. Really? Yeah. Wow. All right. Well, I need Michigan's to turn that finest. into. He's like, I have the Wikipedia there. Yeah. That, yeah. <laughs> Oh, let me Google. Let me make sure that. Me, oh, hold on, hold on. I gotta put that. it on Wikipedia first. I did not fact check. <laughs> I've that. had the world's best coffee before. Yeah. 
I just need to turn all that into uh, making some money. Yeah. Somehow oh, I need to all? translate that into. Don't we all? Yeah. What good's a respect without the moolah to back it but up? But we right? do what we love. But it's all right. I, I, I love. I've had a lot of fun. So it's it's just one of the things. You know, and like so I said, you get cast business, you in everything. Can mm-hmm. I mention too? I not get cast As in everything. <laughs> Maybe not. In, it's never enough for us. I'm but stuff I, you know, I do. Okay, <laughs> super. He was just in Batman versus. No. Weren't you? Well, sort of. <laughs> You know, uh, well, let me let me uh, see if I can uh, wrap this. Up. Let me make it sh- this as short as possible. Uh, Warner Brothers came here and um, and they were just crapping money, and uh, and and they did they put on a huge production. It was it was great. Yeah, it was I awesome. remember auditioning. They for shot that. everything. You know, if there was uh, you know Batman, you know uh, you know clipping his toenails, they probably shot that. Right. And uh, they cut probably half of what they shot and never even used it. Oh, and yeah. and I was one of those. Uh, oh, so you're on the cutting room floor. Yeah, I was, I was one of those. And uh, as, as a lot of people I know, who, you yeah. know from Detroit were, you know, got cast in it and, um, you know, had speaking roles and things. I had a speaking role and, um, you know, just never showed up. And they went through great expense to create these scenes. Yeah. I, oh, I mean, they built, yeah. a, they built a two-story apartment building. I was Lois Lane's building superintendent. Uh, supposed to be and I, they built this two story apartment built inside of a sound stage and I said this looks really expensive are you sure you you know <laughs> you know, want to keep it but you Zack Snyder really was great but, in the film. <laughs> yeah they, they should uh, but Zack Snyder was great a fun director to hang out with and we got to work with some fun people I have gotten to work with some fun people you know whether I'm in the movie or not I, you know, I, he is well I, I could re- kind of care less have you, have you checked out the director's <laughs> cut the, uh, yeah I did check out the scenes to see cut. if you were in there or? oh they, they suckered me and I, I bought the blu-ray and said maybe it's in there <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you know that's all right because you know I got paid for it, and that's really you got you know, the credit. We the, just got a residual check. Did you get did a residual we? from? No, I didn't Have get a, a residual. Faith? Oh, for the, oh for that one, yeah, I think I got seven dollars and ninety three cents. He's like, he's like, nah, I didn't see no money from Warner Brothers. No, not from Warner Brothers. Nah. Oh, have yeah, a little no. faith. Yeah, we just yeah. did. Yeah, because there must be airing it. Well, for that was fun. Christmas. Yeah, yeah, that, that was, was fun. fun. <laughs> but when the movies were here, we did some stuff. I mean, everybody did some stuff. Everybody, you know, they, uh, a lot of it my was friends booming were when they were doing it. My uh, yeah, ex, it my ex girlfriend does uh, hair and makeup, and she worked on Transformers and uh, yeah. that Real Steel movie. Yeah. Yeah. I see, I didn't get cast in Real Steel, and I didn't get cast in. See, I don't get cast for everything. Yeah. So no, but she, you do get you get some. The stuff I did get cast in, I was pretty lucky, you know, because I, you know, I, I really do do it because I, I really enjoy doing it. I don't do it for the glamour and, and everything. No. I do it because, you know, in show business, you just need one. You know, you you got to have one good one. You get one good one. You write a good book. You make one good movie, or you're in one good mm-hmm. TV show, and you you get you become a series regular or whatever. You have one good album or you, one good song and you and you sell it and you sell the hell out of it i mean you just need one and then you're over the top and you're putting your great grandkids through college so and it wasn't the money it was what the money could do and like money is a tool and so i said i need some of that i need to do that because i would be a good custodian of a ton of money (laughs) and uh, i could do that and that's you know that's and and i love doing it i love acting Mm -hmm. and doing voice work and i love being in bands and and Doing show mm-hmm. the whole show business thing, man. So it still working good. it out. I'm still working it Speaking out. Speaking of the band, what what kind of music did you guys do? Uh, well, I was in a I was in a, a rock band, original rock and soul band for about sixteen years called the Civilians. Okay, and um, and some of my stuff is still up there. It's, you know, I think we just got a, we had a reunion show last April that was a huge success, and uh, you know we remastered the records and re released them on iTunes and all that you know other stuff. It's on Spotify. You can do civilians dot com. And anyway, you can uh, it's it's still the stuff is still out there, and um, the band's still great. Uh, I played in uh, I played in a kids band. I still play in a kids band. I play bass in a kids band, and uh, we do original kids music. Mr. Seeley and the Troublemakers. That is and fun. That's a lot of fun. That we play the fun. zoo every Aww. year, and 
and we play libraries and parks and things and uh that's a ton of fun and you know people just hey you want to play yeah you got anything coming up like any i got nothing coming up i was in main street soul for for six years you know the band it was a 10-piece horn band and it still is a 10-piece horn band (laughs) as a matter of fact uh they do (laughs) classic soul music um you know, Chicago, you know, Motown stuff. Um, Earth, Wind, Fire. Yeah, yeah, Earth, Wind, and Fire. That's they do good. kind of thing. Fun. And Sound, it's a live yeah, moment. I know. That's Sounds what fun. I see. And these are all some of the best guys in the city. They have played with everybody. This is an absolutely just dead-on incredible band. And I was in it for six years. I was a lead singer. I was like, I, I, I didn't expect to get hired as a lead singer. But, you know, there I was. I said, no, you're the guy. I was like, no, nah, I'm not the guy. You, need, you guys need somebody who can really <laughs> sing. And they go, no, no, man, you can sing. You can, you, you can do it. You can do it. But I've seen enough shows because I used to work concerts, so I knew what it's supposed to look like. Right. So I said, I can do this. And so this is kind of rock and roll guy fronting this 10 piece, you know, monster band. And uh, it was sort of like a cross between Jagger and Sam Cooke. And, you know, that's kind of okay, my style. That's, sounds good stuff, man. <laughs> but it was a great band. It was time to go. So it was, I just uh, left the band a few months ago and uh, got a new guy, Terry Thomas, is a lead singer now. He's an incredible singer. So if you get a chance to check out the band, I still sit in every now and then. Uh-huh. You know, I sit in with them at uh, a wedding that's or something. It's never like over. No, it's never over. You're never no. out of business. Name no. me one rock star who's actually retired yeah, right. and disappeared from the face of the you earth. The Eagles would help. You can always get back. Like whenever yeah. you bump into, it's like even if you're seeing your former friends in a band that you used to be in a band with, yeah. there's always that like we should just do one more show. Yeah, yeah one more we show. Should just get back together. Oh well, one yeah, more you time. missed it. It's like even comedy. It's addictive. Man, even yeah. Cat Stevens, you know, and he became Yusuf, uh, what are the uh, Maharishi or whatever he was. He came back and said, "Oh, you know, I got to get out here and do some shows." You <laughs> don't really did. retire. He disappeared. Well, for I've a while. seen the Eagles like they when they had health freezes yeah. over. Oh, we got a caller. Uh-oh. Yeah, I forgot it. to give the number. Let me give the number. If you guys oh. want to call in, make sure you do 313-879-5059. Well, we got someone on the line right now. I, <laughs> I know. Yeah, well, no, 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 no. Don't call it right now. It's what's our best caller? Don't ask me any questions. I forgot to read Thanks it Thanks for calling the happy hour. What's up? Hi. Hi. I was, um, are you interviewing C. Henderson? Yes. Yeah, yeah there he is. Hi. Hello. This is Tasha. Tasha. Tasha who? Tasha, his cousin. Tasha, oh, cousin. Shit. <laughs> Tasha, Tasha, your cousin. Uh, Hi, Tasha. Hi. That was my name. Tasha, are you calling from Cincinnati? Yes, I am. Wow. Oh, we have an Ohio listener. Well, how you doing, girl? You all right? Yeah, just call and say hi because I haven't talked to you in a long time. Oh, so. <laughs> well, this right. is a good time. <laughs> wow, I must have tweeted the number out. Or something. I think I did. <laughs> All right, well, thank you. It's the holiday season. Right. We're glad. Yes. <laughs> well, it's good. To, it's good to talk to you because you know I haven't talked to my cousin Tasha. You know, we we I check up on her on Facebook. I always tell her, I tell Auntie that's it. Like I check up on Tasha. <laughs> She's like, good, yeah. good. Make sure, you, make sure you keep up with the kids and everything. So, have uh, you been listening? Did you hear us talking earlier? Did you did you well, I just, I, I just seen it on Facebook, so I said I'll just call him oh, okay. <laughs> oh, well, and say you. hello. <laughs> well, hey, um, take care of how the kids. Can you want to tell us yeah, anything, a sweet story about CD while we have yeah, you? you want to tell him something, tell him something uh, really cool about me that, uh, that he you remember won't when he was a little kid and I used to go upside well, your head? Well, he, he does those um, voice impressions, like... He really like does the Beavis and Butthead one. Oh, <laughs> really good. we're gonna ask oh, him for that. Oh, the Beavis and Butthead ones. Yeah. Oh, oh, my one now yeah, with Beavis. Beavis and, well, I'm older Beavis now. Beavis and Butthead and oh, thank you. oh, and I 
I saw him in Sparkle, and I thought he was really good in that movie. Yeah, oh, well, thank that's you. another movie so, we didn't mention yet. I was in yet. Sparkle, and he I was, did kill it, by the way. Yeah. That, was, that, was, that was absolutely yes. fantastic. <laughs> well, I'm going I'm no, bra- to brag for him for a second, because he probably won't say it, but I remember when he was on the movie Have a Little Faith by our mutual friend, Michelle Obama. Oh, yeah, Obama. Mitch's movie? Yeah, that Mitch was a fantastic uh, You fantastic know, you story. were cast for something, but I heard that you were so awesome, they kept bringing you back. Like, they actually added on your role. Yeah, they? yeah, the, yeah, the, he, the director. yeah. Awesome. Yeah, it was John Abnett, uh, another, you know, really, like, huge, I didn't know how huge. You blew him away. You see, I do it because it's fun, and I need the money. All right, so, <laughs> so, I, get, so I get the, I, I do, I get, I get the script, I'm looking at him and going, hey, who plays this guy? You know, who's that guy? Oh, that's, that's Lawrence Fishburne. Get out of here! You know, so I'm going to be in the same thing? You got to be kidding me. Okay, who's the director? Who's that yeah. guy? What's he done? He never amounts to anything. Oh, my God! You know, okay, and then he's done all this stuff, and he's worked with this. So that was fun. So it's fun having people who are respectful in the industry and uh and, and i kind of peripherally know who you know who most of these people are but having them say hey you guys are good i don't want to just use you for this i want to bring you back find something for them to do yeah in another scene Isn't of the movie that awesome? and i'm thinking to myself we get another day's pay yeah i know, <laughs> I know. <laughs> exactly. thanks john yeah great what a great guy but yeah, yeah that was that was a fun experience well gosh tosh it was a. Uh, it's good talking to you. I'm going to have to, look, send me your number, girl, and then we got to get together. And we're coming down there. We're coming down to Ohio to blow Kim's up your spot. Kim's here. Yeah. Okay. You know, Kim. Kim's here. My wife, Kim's here. She's you know Kim. Well, oh, hi, Kim. Kim. <laughs> <laughs> Say hi. Hi. Uh, hi. Hey, cuz. All right. <laughs> y'all, I, I wish I could have made it to y'all wedding, but I want to say congratulations anyway. And, oh, well, thank you, baby. Um, it's only, it's, it's only a three-hour show. We, okay. And we, <laughs> we got, I'm just teasing you, babe. But, yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm bummed everybody couldn't make it, but we got pictures. All right. Look, yes, I've seen them. Yes, they're beautiful. Yeah, I've seen some. Well, thank you. Well, like a good radio host, yeah. I'm going to say thank you, Tasha. And and uh, anything else you want to tell them about me? Um, I, I love awesome. you, and, you know, I'm very proud of you, and, you know, I hope to see you in more stuff. Yes, <laughs> oh, yeah, well, me too. We all do. <laughs> Yeah, me too. I'm I'm I'm, I'm, I'm we, hungry, baby. We were just saying everything yeah. is a phone call away. That's it's, right. Uh, that's my. Yeah, I know. It could change your life. You never know. Stick and you stick with it too, girl. It's a show about positivity, I mean, right? And that right? Yep, that's right. Yep. All right. So we stay positive. And yeah. comedy. Keep it going. And comedy. All right. Okay. All right, Tasha. Thanks, Thanks Tasha. for calling, Thank girl. Thanks for calling, you. Tasha. Cousin Tasha. Wow. <laughs> How about that, huh? Tasha. Yeah. I'm, oh, next, I guess my mom's gonna be calling in. You yeah. never answer your yeah. phone. Oh, did you? <laughs> are you? Did you wear a scarf today? <laughs> Cool. That's my, my mom, mom voice. I'm not saying your mom sounds like <laughs> <No>. that. <Yeah. laughs> That's a good mom voice, though. Because yeah. <laughs> they all yeah. sound like that voice. And in your head, it sounds like this. <laughs> okay, uh, huge Simpsons fan. Every time oh, yeah. I see CD, we do see each other on set, and we just we're on that commercial. Oh, yeah. We're on that commercial that we're not supposed to talk. Can we talk about that? But I do. I did. I I do it right in my stand-up comedy. I came. I actually went to open mic that night and said, I was just in a picture or a commercial with The Rock. Yeah. What are you going to do? Come break our legs or something? I made a whole (laughs) funny joke about it. I could totally kick that guy's ass. Yeah. (laughs) Hey, uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, if you're listening. (laughs) I have have a bit about it now. You know how I wasn't supposed to talk to him and he was right here. And so I... You know how I got him to talk you to me. You were supposed to talk to him. No, it's, it's right just actually a joke. Oh, okay. It's okay, just okay. a joke. <laughs> yeah, show business people. But we were so we weren't supposed to snap pictures, and we got reamed. Yeah, we got yelled at. I've never been yelled at. Yeah, somebody to, was sneaking pictures. I want to beat that. I want to punch that guy in the face. I, I wonder, did, if, it's, I I wonder if it's his or if it's just a production company and everybody. No, like you his, know what? His people like don't even bother him. Nine like. times out of ten, nine and a half times out of ten. 
the dude is cool. The, the celebrity yeah. is fine. It's yeah. the people it's around. The PR. And somebody said, I worked with, I used to work concerts when, you know, when, I, uh, when I lived up north, and I, I've worked a lot of concerts down here. I used to work at Shane Park. I was general manager. So, and that was my job, is to kind of work with celebrities, because I didn't care, you know, because, again, I just wouldn't have gas in my car and eat. And, and nine and a half times out of ten, the people are cool. But they, one guy told me, he says, you know, it's not, the, it's not what happens to you, it's what happens to the people around you. Right. And, you know, I'm like, I'm cool. This is great. I'm having a good time. This is always what I wanted to do. But the people around you get weird. And everything starts, you know, everything starts to change. So you get your, your cousin, your, your, your favorite cousin, he's your bodyguard, and all of a sudden, you know, you get, get back, get back, you know, he, he, he won't look at anybody in the eye, you know, you, you might hypnotize him. I'm like, what? I mean, so it, it's really mm-hmm. odd, and, and, the, and the rock thing was kind of like that, and he had, his, he had his people, which is fine. I, you know, I didn't care. You know why? Because they were going to pay me that day. Because <laughs> right. money, right. money, money, we money. We sat there. Because none of it's, you know, I mean, being in showbiz is a lot of fun, but it's way more fun. When you're getting paid to do it, yeah. and especially doing something you love, you know. So I, you know, and I love the, you know, the freeze that the charity. Hey, man, can you do this for me? Can you? Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll do whatever you need, you know. And and at some point, you know, yeah, any money involved? You guys plan on trying to make any money with this? And you know, one day, oh yeah, one day, you know, we got a business. Uh, yeah, okay, all right, all right, and I'll help you. I'll do whatever I can to do. But uh, you know, people got to eat, and I'm one of those show business people in Detroit. This is all I do. So no disrespect to the pe- you know to everybody else you know who always asks you for things and asks you to do and I'll do it you know I'm, I'll jump right in you know I have to balance it out cause yeah like, oh yeah because you know this is this, you know I do this all day long I mean not this but you know this stuff yep. I do all this stuff all day long yeah well you're and you're seasoned and you're credited and I just yeah I was yeah, everybody grateful. keeps telling me how cool that is I'm still trying to figure out how to get well. paid. I think yeah, I but know. it's it is fun, and I I wouldn't do anything else. I don't know how to do anything else right now. As long I'm, as you're having fun, man. That's I'm getting I'm getting far out here in the middle of the ocean, as, as I say, and and I always joke with my wife, the Beavis and Butthead. <laughs> you guys are old. <laughs> you're gonna die soon. <laughs> yeah, you guys are gonna die. <laughs> die. <laughs> I was like, yeah, we're gonna because you know you're getting older, and after a certain point. Nobody will hire you. Like, say if I want to go back to a job, you know, like, man, I need, I need, to, I need a job, you know, some, some money. And I go to get a job, and they'll look at me, and they go, ah, oh, dude, you know, this is awesome. You're great. We'd love to have, you know what, you're not going to be here. You, we can't do this. Do you you, know, I, you yeah. can't do this to you. You're not, you don't belong here. Yeah. You, you, know, you don't belong here, man. You should go for it, man. You're right. You're this close. <laughs> go for it. Because they don't want to spend the time on you, and then. And then me, you know, have that break. Off. You get that oh, one. <laughs> oh, because I am gone quicker yeah. than you can blink, yeah. I was trying to get a waitress job at one point, like a year or two ago, and because I don't have experience, I couldn't get a job waitress. You don't have experience waiting? <laughs> not, not yet. yet. What? <laughs> I haven't been like- How'd you get this far in show business and not wait at tables? I'm, I know. If world goes to hell in the handbasket tomorrow, I can get a job as a short order cook. I yeah. cook my way through college. I, you know, I can cook, and you know, we cook. Uh, Kim's uncle's a big cook, or you know, both their uncles. My family cooks. You know, we cook. Restaurant, we cook because so, yeah. we got to eat, and everybody oh. else got to eat too. How could you get this? What do you far put? What do you put on your application? I waited. I could get you one. Good for you. I could hook you up. Oh, okay, <laughs> hook her up. I could maybe because I was like trying to get in at Fleming's or Morton's or something. Yeah, maybe that's what <laughs> I guess. Low like Leo's. You might have to start somewhere else. <laughs> okay. You gotta go like Leo's or Leo's, Big Nose, Big Nose next door. <laughs> Shoot, I wash dishes. Scare me. I think they'll eat me alive. <laughs> yeah, no, I washed. I started washing dishes. Then I learned how to wait tables, yeah. and they I started teaching me how to cook. Yeah, I got lucky on that one. Well, so you go back to bartending. Don't go back to waiting. Yeah, no, I don't. No, I, no bars for me. Yeah, 
Just no, come. but we got it. We got this. You got this cave radio thing going here, and and and, and well, this you know, eventually you'll get popular kind of, and sponsors. This is kind of hype, we man. We can make money. Yeah, this you is kind of hype. You this could come cool. take John's place. You know, we'll start rolling. <laughs> are you available? Are you available every Thursday uh, between eight and ten? Yeah, about that. <laughs> or <laughs> if, you just want, if you're taking John's place every fifth Thursday. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, the fun about this is, you know, the fun about you know the, the, the kind of the new paradigm is it's it's really kind of the wild west. So you can kind of you can create anything and and find some you know back doorway or some obtuse way of promoting it and getting people interested and mm-hmm. and it's just still the same thing you know you just need one yeah. you just mm-hmm. need I mean you want to be more than a flash in the pan more than just a a YouTube video that you know that goes viral that no one will remember right. ninety days from now because they'll be on to the next stupid thing that six people say is great and yeah, yeah. and then the the news media report it and they'll think that six million people think it's great when it's really just six <laughs> but uh, but it looks you know but and uh, it, you can do anything I mean there's there's so many opportunities and and uh the book hasn't been written on how to do this you know the movie industry is, is starting to collapse on, under its own weight uh, and uh collapse record, under repeat just, so like were you doing good when collapsed. we had the film yeah. incentives here was that yeah, i did well that yeah. was i did that was that was really good and then it just tanked right well yeah after it disappeared it tanked and uh i know illinois kind of fell into the same kind of uh, i don't know maybe maybe we should dial it back and then you know then and then last year they said you know let, let's get it together they chiseled it in stone. January 1, 2016, we chiseled it in stone, and we ain't backing up, and we ain't slacking up. And guess what happened? You know, they just, they oh, just went nuts. 2016 yeah. was they, not good for they, Well, no, in Illinois, it was crazy, you know, because um, you know, I, I went out there. I auditioned for a few shows, TV shows out there. They got all the Chicago shows. Uh-huh. They've got um, uh, a ton of movies that they're shooting out there now. I think the new DiCaprio movie with the Scorsese there. There, it was originally going to be shot, in, and I think they're they're coming back. There, you had to stop production. Somebody had to film that, something like that. But they're going to come back to Chicago, film that when Samuel L. Jackson's doing some sci-fi in Chicago. Uh, there's a ton of yeah. major, major feature film productions. Plus, the studios are huge. Plus, Empire shot there. Uh, the new APB mm-hmm. show. NBC, NBC has four Chicago yeah, Chicago Law, Chicago Law, PD, M- yeah. MPD, yeah. Med, Chicago Brothel. Whatever, I mean, I fire, think there's next. Yeah. Chicago Maybe you fire. should start yeah. one called Chicago Actors. Yeah, Chicago and it's Actors. Just about, yeah. It's, just about, yeah. <laughs> it's just about the actors trying yeah. to do the shows. So, that's, yeah. so, so Illinois is blowing up, so it's, it's kind of become, you know, as, in as much as Detroit could have been, <laughs> you know, the Hollywood of the Midwest and... You know, they had a, built a huge soundstage there. They've got new ADR facilities. It's, I mean, it's absolutely yeah. nuts. It's, they have everything Hollywood has. Yeah, I had like mm-hmm. three or four friends that were in the back behind the scenes. Like I said, uh, she did makeup and, and uh, another friend that did security on a lot of them. Another friend did uh, a lot of the catering. His catering business picked up. Yeah. He did a lot of, like every major one he did. Wow. Um, and another friend built sets. Yeah. Him and his buddy, him and his brother started doing like, um, home repairs and building in houses and they moved in like building sets wow. and they built like that Red Dawn remake they did mm-hmm. um, just random uh, that uh, Real Steel again they did a lot of the sets on yeah. that so yeah. and Oz they it, did Oz too so. oh yeah, and yeah but then it's gone. gone then it's gone then gone but then the upside you know it's four and a half hours away you yeah know? You could um, do you could do something. Yeah, flying to L.A. You know is a little bit more of a trick than because uh, you got to be there. But Chicago, I can be there. Mm-hmm. Somebody you know puts me up for something. You know, Cleveland. I can, are you with Cleveland? I can be there. Um, no, not Nobody so much. Cle- I did go down. To, I went down to Cleveland a few times. Um, and, oh, that was fun too. I'll tell you about that later. <laughs> uh, that was fun. Didn't get the part. But oh, actually, they I cut the scene. Good. They cut the scene. It was a Nicolas Cage movie or something. They cut the scene uh, with Paul Schrader. I got to 
meet the famous director Paul Schrader, Raging Bull, and all that. It was it was great. Um, but and he loved me, you know. And it, it was I mean we had it was it was great. But they ended up cutting the entire scene. Oh, so it's uh, always like yeah. <laughs> that's, a, that's an actor's life when we actually uh, see the thing. And well, it was a pretty bloody it. end. I mean, it was a pretty I mean it was a pretty intense ending because my my role without giving that because well the movie come out eh, maybe it came out but it, I I play this guy who gets you know jacked by. Um, me and my wife get we get carjacked by Nicolas Cage he's a ruthless desperate criminal who's misunderstood of course and uh, and we all go down in a hail of bullets at, at, at the end of the at the end of the movie and that had to be fun <laughs> that's what I said doing the splat packs and oh, I couldn't wait I mean I was just dreaming of it in my head and this is the part where you know I'd have done it for free right. you know um, oh. I mean, there was a few times where I would, yeah, I would do it for when I got beat up by Gerard Butler. I said I would have done this for free, you know, but I wouldn't do it See if I didn't get paid Machine Preacher, yeah. another movie. Oh, yeah, I got beat up by General Zod and Three Hundred Guy. Always, that's what I always say. Yeah. Nice. It was Michael Shannon and, uh, and 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 Gerard Butler. You know, you know, beat me up and take my drugs and you know, make me look. Bad. Yeah, that was shot here. That was shot here, right? Machine Gun Preacher. Yeah, that was shot here. And then names, did yeah. you do Detroit One Eight Seven? Did Detroit One Eight Seven? Okay, that was fun. see, he's like, uh, I didn't think right. that was shot here. Oz, was, was, was good. It was good. good. Did you have anything in Oz? No, I didn't have anything in Oz. <laughs> I auditioned for I auditioned for just about everything, and I just you know if the, if there was something they could put me up for audition, but you know our job is really is to audition. That's right. So we audition a lot. The bonus. Our job is to audition. You know, because the auditioning kind of it it gives you it gives you a chance to you know, kind of break down scripts. It gives you the experience on how to pluck these things out and really fine tune, you know, how to, because auditioning in itself is, is completely different than actually doing the oh, acting Oh yeah, job. it's yeah. the hard part. It's, 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 it's like an open mic for the comic sling, you know. It's different. It's a completely unnatural environment. It's completely upside down and, and but you've got to understand how it works and, and go in there and, and nail it. You know, I was just saying, send me, on the, send me on, the, on the audition. I'll, I'll get the job. That's my, my job yeah. is to get the job. You know, my agent's job, send me on the, just send me, just, just, Send me. I'll go, and I'll get it. You know, or I'll be this close to getting. Right. It. And sometimes you just get it for you don't get it for whatever reason. Eh, you're too tall. Eh. Oh, Zack Snyder and Batman Superman loved it. They, I heard that he loved you. He loved your audition because I was supposed to be this like, you know, wise Socratic, you know, guru type of guy or something. They gave me some weird script to read or something like that from the Matrix, and and uh, he loved my audition. He's too young. Got to get another yep. guy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, let's get him something else to do. Yeah, man, find something else for him. Hey, man, do. you can gray me up. That yeah. is true. <laughs> That's what I said, dude. <laughs> anyway, that guy was never in the movie, <laughs> so it didn't matter. <laughs> they went and they went got some older guy and didn't even yeah, use him. Yeah, and they, they didn't even use him either, so I, I felt okay about that. Yeah. And do you have your actor, your local actor, who, like me, I know the one that's my look, my, it's always like, oh, it's either me or her or her, you know? Really? Do you have one? Oh, that's like when I look your... at him, like my arch nemesis, where I look at him. Yeah. Like, well, I mean, we're not, you know, like. Not, but I always yeah. Know. It's 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 you know you have to get over that. Hate. It's hard not to hate sometimes. Yeah, no, like, mine's not. It's not oh. a hate, but it's like a. It's almost a rolling of the eyes. Like okay, it's gonna be. Well, let's That's hating. I mean, it's, 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 <laughs> that's a hating, hating. But it's no. it's a mild. No, it's like, not. It's example, not a hating. Like my, uh, you, know, you don't wish. You don't really wish anybody ill. I don't hate Anita Jung. Like Anita Jung and I, and I love her. Oh, she's oh, a yeah, sweetheart. Yeah, yeah She was with us yeah, on the last set. Sweetheart. Is it because she's the same like? Height, yeah, they look for look, age, yeah, this, okay, that, yeah. and um, yeah. her and I it's, uh, are often it's her or I that get it. It's oh. but it, no, there's she, no hate. She says there. that she's now, and then when she's sitting next to her in an audition room, she's like, "This bitch." No, yeah. no, <laughs> no. Actually, actually her and I very <laughs> like. We're always like, "Hey, it's, it doesn't matter." You're like, you here, know? We, here we go again. You know, no, we're actually really good because she's. 
she's a sweetheart because I always and I always remember people how they treat me even before they know me like from the beginning to the end and I'll never forget we were on a shoot and she was actually pregnant she got a call from an agent and she actually recommended me so once I know somebody's like that I recommend her I wanted her in my movie but I I didn't have a role for her so I've also learned that side of the business where yeah looks or you know yeah, you never know um you know short answer and I, I don't have an arch in fact uh, a lot of the people who i bump into you know were people who kind of you know welcomed me in when i first got into this business when i you know i came up i want to i want to do voiceovers man i'm gonna i'm gonna be uh like the the, the, the whoever you know <laughs> the, the guy on the fedex commercial or right. <laughs> or the guy that does the the all the speaking for you know uh the tv guide commercial I, you know i wanted to be like all of that because i knew i could do it and i could do it in my underwear and they'd send me a big fat check <laughs> and uh once i figured that guy. out yeah, once I figured that out, I mean, and and, and the uh, the Peter Tokos and Peter Carries and 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 um, Linda Bostons and all these people who were there before me, you know, like ten years older than me or whatever, they um, they were great, and I learned a lot. They yeah. were great mentors. They were wonderful, yeah. awesome people. Ed Kelly and uh, and uh, a lot of them, I became really good friends yeah. with, and uh, and I learned, and I still learn a lot from them because, you know, these guys have, have had a different kind of training than I've had. And I've had different kind of training than they've had. I come from a different, you know, discipline of, of show business. But, you know, they come usually come from theater and and uh, um, uh, independent movies and 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 writing and and it's, and the last of the three martini lunches when a lot of that business was coming out of Detroit because Detroit was a, the 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 advertising capital of the world for forty years, right. mm-hmm. and everything was in it. There was so much here. We had the largest soundstage between the coasts because they were shooting auto commercials here. Right. And, all the industrial commercials, everything was here. It was all here. And then slowly but surely, you know, when uh, the agencies had, you know, uh, uh, beachheads in Chicago and, and L.A., you know, work started to kind of trickle out. And, you know, and we're starting my own little thing. And work started to trickle out. And a lot of work left Detroit. A lot, lot, of, lot of, of work left I Detroit. I hear the Even story. More, the most of recent work. of that is the, uh, Chris knows, the uh, video, the editing yeah, yeah, a lot of the editing and sound and video editing. Um, yeah, a lot of. Uh, I have a buddy that works in New York for some company, and yeah. I tried to get him hooked up. And he's like, they just closed three of the biggest studios, and like, so there's like 150, 200 experienced people looking for yeah work in That's Detroit. Crazy, isn't it? So Chicago's hard. Chicago. <laughs> Chicago's hard. I love Chicago. Yeah. So. yeah, I saw some one ads for one of the studios yesterday. They were looking for some editors and uh, some sharp, experienced people, and because uh, they're expanding, they're they're getting bigger and. Um, like I said, Atlanta's getting big up. too. Well, Georgia yeah, itself. Say, Georgia itself is getting big. Atlanta's been big. To move. Yeah, well, I'm still tempted to move. If I'm going to move, right. you know, just it's it, it, we're going to Hollywood. You know, let's just yeah, let's too. just do Same it. Same here. And uh, and it's still not off the table. It's something that you know we're talking about and we're discussing. We're just trying to see what it looks like and how that could how we could make that work. Uh, but in in the interim, you know, there's a way to thread that needle. Like I said, there's a it, the paradigm's new, so you can write your own rules on how to make this work. There's people tell you, "Well, you got to be in Hollywood. Yeah, you got to do this, and you got to do that." And I'm like, "Yeah, no, no I don't. No. Who are you? You know, well, that's the way it's always been done. There well, are no rules. So, who said that? Who said that we have to do things the way it's always been done? Nothing in the world, mm-hmm. you know, is the way it's all been always been done is still done that way. Everything in the world, somebody smarter than me, and I listen, told me everything in the world needs to be done or done over. So there's nothing that's, that's that's just chiseled in concrete forever, uh, except Illinois' incentive, which I don't think they're going to change at any time, and so they're going to still be getting a lot of business. So Chicago is a nice little kind of springboard right. to get out there, because if you get established at a TV show, mm-hmm. yeah, maybe you could become a series regular. Maybe you're on there for a couple of 
you know, a couple of, who knows, maybe you're on there just for three or four shows just for one season. That's pretty good. You know, you can establish some serious, serious credits yeah. that, you know, when you go out to L.A., um, you know, you, you, you're miles ahead, even though you've been here in Detroit or Chicago, you're still light years ahead of a lot of people who just show That's up you know, off the bus. And, they go out there green. Yeah. I mean, I had somebody out there, uh, my old agent told me, she says, I can get you work in the entertainment industry. I said, wow. Yeah. Wow. She said, but you got to be here. Yeah. But you got to be here. You've got to be here. Mm-hmm. You can't, you know, you've got to be here. If I recommend you just for something, you know, and they want to see you first thing in the morning, you have to be here. Right. You already have to be here. So, you know, it's a possibility. I mean, it's just, you, you play the game. You, you know, you look for your opportunities you know how that goes nicole and and you just kind of trudge away day by day man but i do even for comics i tell them you know get strong here because i used to be afraid to go back out there and my cousin is an actress there and her best friend i mean that's what she studied her best friends on pretty little liars and you know um all her friends are in all these different tv shows but she went off to be a mom but she's i was always like i'm not ready i can't and she's like Yes, you can. Most people just move out here. They don't even move out there with experience or training. They go, Nothing. Yeah. They just follow the dream. So Isn't that crazy? Just because there's a lot of people <laughs> doesn't mean there's a lot of people with like talent like yours and experience. Well, thank you. I really appreciate that. I'll tell you this, though. Being out in L.A., I mean, because when, when you're in the union, you know, you, there's union scale. You know, you're really not getting paid much more than that. Uh, maybe 10% right. extra, you know, the VIG for the, uh, for the agent. But you, that's the same check in Detroit as it is in L.A. Mm-hmm. Uh, the old joke, uh, you know, what he calls someone in New York City that earns less than 100 grand a year. Homeless. You know, so it's the same kind of thing. Mm-hmm. It, here in Detroit, you can have that check and, you know, you can do all right. You, right. You'll be just fine here. You know, even Chicago, you'll be just fine. You know, if you're kind of getting a regular TV, TV mm-hmm. money check, we call it, t- yes. I call it TV money. Uh, if you're in L.A., you know, maybe not so much. I mean, you got to hustle and scrap and scrape, and and uh, but you know, if you get something going regular, of course, you, you'll do quite well there, also. You know, but everybody's just trying to find their thing, man. Whatever's going to get you in, like the same thing with you, cats. If you if you want to get, if you come in, you know, with with something happens, some with cave radio, it might allow you another opportunity right. for something else and something else that somebody else might hear it and they may glom onto it and they may want to sponsor just keep hustling yeah. keep hustling and this is detroit this is what we do you know and yeah you're out everywhere you're yeah. in you've got music and Am voice I? and well you got to have five or six things going on <laughs> everybody go knows cd everybody does not know me but thank <laughs> you yeah. All the people I know, like, but you know, it's the illusion that everybody knows, me, yeah. and that's important. And it's he, sort of like being cool. You're a big fish in a small pond, okay? Well, yeah, well, it's sort of like being cool. You don't really need to be cool, but you just need to look like the you might be cool, right? Of being right. Cool. See, Tim looks cool. I just met Tim for the first time tonight. Tim looks cool as hell. Oh, thanks. Tim, <laughs> he, looks, he looks all right. And Tim's my awesome. Yep, Chris. Yeah. They're fun. Yeah, everybody's good. Everybody and we're cool. gonna get to Shelly. We're gonna like talk her ear off too and get some. Comedy, just theater, comedy musical stuff. theater. And you know what? I have to say, I have to say this. Theater. I've got to come see you. I got to come see you sometime. You know, every time you're playing, I got something to do. I can't go. Whatever. Um, what are you doing Tuesday, <laughs> January third? Oh, I'm busy. <laughs> <here>. <laughs> yeah, because you could see fifty uh, area comedians the oven, at huh? once working yeah. on new busy material. Today. Yeah. Wow. What yeah. is that? January third? Is, is that your your fifty fifty first laugh? Fifty first joke. Fifty first yeah. jokes. Is that fifty one? You're gonna do fifty one jokes? Fifth, no, we no, all know there's like fifty one, comedians doing one, one joke. joke each. One oh. brand new joke. One brand new joke. Mm-hmm. Oh, I've heard new joke of the year. Yeah. Oh, that's a that's a great idea. We did the same thing like twenty years ago with with bands. We called yeah. Sonic Blur, and everybody plugged in. They did three songs, and then you get off the stage. We did it at the Latin Court in Detroit. Place was packed, and guess who closed the show? This young little 
punk ass kid that we used to hustle flyers and we used to see him in the parking lots of Hamtramck and stuff, Bobby Ritchie. And this kid wanted to close the show. He said, Kid Rock wants to close the show. Okay, all right. And, uh, and my, uh, our manager, my best friend, was the promoter of the show, and they came and they said, hey, hey, can Kid Rock close the show? He just shows up, and everybody does three songs. And he absolutely destroyed the stage. He killed it. We all looked at wow. each other like, whoa. Because we'd, ne- we'd never seen him. You right. know, we had his record. He just put this record, you know, it's his first record out. And was this, uh, he was hustling. This was 91. Was, was this high top fade or post high top fade? This was high top fade. <laughs> okay. This was high See, top which, fade. Which Bobby? Which Bobby? Yeah, this is Bobby. This is high this top is high fade top Bobby. Fade. High top fade Bobby. And we used to run into him in the studio when we were recording, civilians recording our album at uh, the White Room downtown. He was recording uh, Cocky, I think, and uh, um, one of the other albums. And we used to bump it to him. Nice nice enough guy. But uh, I digress. The concept of that that whole kind of. That's a great concept because it keeps people, you know, it keeps people engaged, keeps people interested, and you don't know who you're going to see next. So you don't want to go. You don't want to go to the bathroom. Uh-huh, that's right. So everybody does one joke, right? It's insane. That's going to be It was funny. like, what? It's we have insane. a lot of time we get. Two Three, minutes. Two you minutes. get a light two minute, and a minute yeah. and a half, wow. and you're done it too. So it's like. Just Boom, name joke. joke, name joke, name joke, and it's pretty frantic. And it was wow. very it's fun, though. Everybody frantic. Yeah. had a blast. <clears throat> wow. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, I, I'd look forward to that yeah. if I can make it. Well, you know, oh, you will put up on Facebook, maybe. <laughs> I will. I will. I know. Check. I gotta start really checking that one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I am struggling with the social media. Next week we have a social media specialist here, oh, so that's going to be, be fun helpful. too. Hey, whatever. We all works. are struggling with learning all that. I would say whatever works. Is, <laughs> yeah. is he over fifteen? Huh? Oh, yeah, she is. Oh, she is? Okay. <laughs> She's a bartender, too, on the yeah. night. <laughs> Very good. So. You know, kids know how to that. use it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I know. I ask. I'm always asking for tips on that. But uh, you guys got to run, right? See, uh, yeah, I've I, I got a jet in a few minutes. But um, I don't know. I just wondered if... The, I don't, what else did you want to ask me? I don't even know what else. Well, gosh, she knows more about voices. what I do than, than I do. Oh, yeah, do some voices. Oh, yeah, some voices. Uh, I'm a huge fan. I'm a fan because CD's always fun. But every time I see him, I do um, see him playing the Simpsons game. And I go, oh, is the that Simpsons the game. same game that uh, She said, is that the same ago? game you're playing? Yes, it's the same game I was playing three <laughs> years ago. Four years ago. I've been building my Springfield. Springfield it, Simpsons tapped out. It's Now, do you do Simpsons voices? That's what I want to know. Uh, I do Simpsons voices sometimes for fun. Yeah. Like who? Like when people say, oh, it has gluten, and they go, oh, but I love gluten. <laughs> <laughs> I, and, and, uh, <laughs> oh, I don't want to do it, but a lot of my voices are racist, are really, really well, racist. We're, yeah. we're fine here. Oh, yeah, yeah. We're, we're there's no rules here. But there's people listening. Oh, I'm offended. You know how it is? Somebody tweet out, I mean, look what happened to Steve Martin, you know, two we people. This hope. is the cleanest. We can only hope that yes. we offend someone Yes, if we can offend if we anybody. Can offend somebody. <laughs> what if we did an entire comedy show and not one person was offended? Yeah. I, got, I got my first negative failure. <laughs> we'll talk about that later. A negative tweet. I got a hate tweet, but hate we'll tweet. talk about that later. Uh, <laughs> so my voices are just for fun. And I do them around the house. And it, and it uh, Conversations with yourself? <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I just I just do like, them sometimes what? for fun. The wife's got to love that. Oh, she, well, she does, actually. She knows who I am. And she loves it. He's like this all the time. It's like she married 16 different people. Yeah. Oh, fun. He's like that when awesome. nobody's around. Yeah. I'm like Who's that your favorite? <laughs> yeah, which one? <laughs> Hey, honey, which one is your? What is your? Favorite? She married like a super fun, functional, multiple personality person. Yeah. <laughs> like, and I do relative too. So most of my great voices are relative. Like my uncle Irvin, yeah, it's got a way about him. Yeah, better get your shit together I and mean, kick your ass. <laughs> you know, I was like, well, and you knew we meant it. You know, it's a big guy, and he cooked a lot. 
but he was cool. <laughs> Uncle Irvin. So sometimes if I need a voice, I'll use Uncle Irvin. He's that kind of guy. Nice. But you know, I, and that's so. If you need to make up a voice, I'll make up people that I know. My, my old landlord in Mount Pleasant. I want man to have a real nasally voice, and I was like, "Is your is that your real voice?" You know, but that was his real voice. He had this really <laughs> obnoxious nasally nicest guy in the world. Nicest guy. Nice. If well, if you listen, nice guy. But little man. Wayne. Little Wayne was your landlord. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Little Wayne was my landlord. <laughs> Yeah, no. <laughs> now he's, now he's, ever, ever since so the first awesome. time I heard Lil Wayne, every time I heard him, I, all you think is Mort Goldman from the Family Guy. <laughs> That's right, he was Mort he's Goldman. He's got that Mort Goldman. Mort Goldman. <laughs> <laughs> it's that ridiculous every time I hear him. Oh goodness, but you know, whatever you know, it's whatever I need, and that's that's the acting thing. You, you develop a voice, that's or sometimes awesome. you develop. Uh, you know, kind of hybrid voices when you're you know, auditioning. Now, when for they something. ask you to do accents, do you do accents? I was just going to ask him. Yeah, that. I'll do accents. <laughs> All right. I was just going to ask him. That. Great minds yeah, think alike. I'll do accents sometimes, and uh, I, I I auditioned for this thing last year, and uh, and uh, and they said they, they want it read in a British accent. I said, really? I said, you know, okay, fine. I'll do like a I don't know a Gordon Ramsay cross with that really smart guy. Every that every smart jackass that you see on the Discovery Channel that's explaining science to you. <laughs> And I did like something like that. This is kind of British voice. Is it? And, and, and what you need to know is it? And, and, they, and they go, oh my God, the guys, they loved it. That is so said, you good. You gotta be kidding me. They said, good. we went to J. Walter Thompson, New York. We couldn't find. I said, you got to be kidding me. <laughs> and they said, no, no, we, they want to use you. Even the guy that's actually from the UK didn't know <laughs> it was a black guy from Detroit. I said, no. oh. I said, well, okay, I'm still in though, right? And he said, no, right. no, you're still in. Now you're still in. <laughs> oh, that's does, awesome. Does he know it's a black guy from the Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. No, no, you're still in, man. You're still in. You're still in. But they used me not once, but they brought me back a couple more times. Awesome. To do. And, and it, was a, it was a kind of a narration for a, so, um, so a presentation sh- for a company. If, if the shoe was on the other foot, CD, if the shoe was on the other foot and you found out like <laughs> that a white British guy got a black guy from Detroit part because he was so good at it, <laughs> would you be pissed? <laughs> They'd be like, no, 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 we like you. Man, we we realize you're a Take a job. Take a good jobs away from Have you heard this guy? Take a good jobs away. That's why we need to protest. What the white protest. The, so the white British guy would just go, "What up, though?" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he went to he went to Leeds University. He went to uni in Leeds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There you go. You know that did happen. That actually did happen. You know Ed Kelly. Yes. Ed Kelly got a job doing a black voice. <laughs> Oh no! I forget who the client was, but it was. Uh, it, and we still, Ed and I still laugh about that today. We just, oh we my god, just, he's coming on the show. That's what we fall I out yeah. and laugh about that. You know, every but that actually happened, and they didn't know. You know, well, I just uh-huh. go back to the Robert Dine Jr. in that uh, Tropic Thunder. Oh, not that. Oh, oh my god! That oh my god. I'm a guy playing a guy <laughs> playing another guy. Another dude. Yeah, another dude. Fantastic. One of his best roles. He tells that guy, "You people." He's like, "You people." Yeah. What do you mean, you people? Right up there with yeah, oh, I mean that was one of his greatest roles. Right up there with Tony Stark. Yeah. I thought that was it like was pretty. And, oh, and Chaplin. I'm sorry, I yeah. forgot to mention Cha- uh, Chaplin was I just like watched the best. That a couple God. months ago. Me too. Yeah, that dude. I'm glad he got off the dope because that guy was a genius. That guy still is. A, he's, I think when he woke up in that little actor. girl's bed. Yeah, that was bad. that was one of the last times. Chaplin, that was bad. That was Chaplin a bad or look. Robert Downey? No, <laughs> Robert Downey. <laughs> <laughs> Probably both. Maybe he was just. Yeah, I was just, just reading about him in this yeah, book. How old are you guys? And that's, uh, sometimes I, I, tell, I, I get references and they go, what? what are you talking about? I go, am I that old? Dang. Well, if you don't yeah. know Chaplin, you're just kind but of But if you should know, you should know Chaplin. <laughs> you even should if know Chaplin. Even if you've never seen a Chaplin movie, you should just know of oh, yeah. Charlie yeah. Chaplin. You should know of Charlie yeah. Chaplin. Something that's just sad. You know, sure. There were people who didn't know who Debbie Reynolds was. You know, oh, Carrie Fisher. Oh, yeah. Who's Debbie Reynolds? All right. Oh, man, 2016. 2016 needs to hurry up and get out of here. Yeah, yeah. 
If we can take some Kardashians on the way out, yeah, 2016 is going like, I didn't do it. I didn't do it. I'm over here. I'm not blaming 2016. I'm only 2016. I didn't do anything. No, don't blame me. You don't hate the play. I know. I'm like, I like 2016. I'm sorry we lost some great people. 2016 was an awesome year for me. I got married. The band got back together again. Oh, the Main Street Soul won an award for the best urban recording for our song in Detroit okay. that uh, I co-wrote with All right, uh, our so we're going to post mates. it on our Facebook Man, page so 2016 guys. was bumping for me yeah, yeah, so yeah. it was good yeah. that's it was, right it was thank bumping. you because I, I am just it. so over the Facebook hate and negativity yeah. negativity you know what it is for the me what? the noise what's in that cup girl <laughs> I know I'm drinking out of my new yeah, um, happy hour mug and it's water you know just use it like a newspaper <laughs> just close it that's what I used to do with the newspaper I just I'm not reading the bad news I went to all the way to page A18 then I'd start there or I'd start with the entertainment section when you know when the newspapers like right. have news in them and I'd start with the entertainment I was section say, you must be making some good scratch for those newspapers yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know I had to buy a newspaper last week it was a dollar fifty I was like a dollar fifty I and know it was, and it was like you know it was like yep. tissue papers like that thin and it was all the news I had already read all the news <laughs> it's in your Facebook it was, feed. It was yesterday's news. Yeah. It was yesterday's news. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was all yesterday's news. So. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, getting into the morning and it's been out all night. So I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Uh, I don't no, know anything well, else. Uh, no, it's just been fun. I was just... It's great to have Is you it? Did here. I cover it's everything? So yeah, fun. man. I think I cover everything. We're just glad you... You tell me. What do you do? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, so, I know. He's got yeah. so many I credits. So I mean, the movies alone, I was like, okay, he's not even mentioning, and I can't so think of them tell all. me about Sparkle. Was Sparkle with Mariah Carey? No, that was... Uh, with Whitney, Whitney Houston. Houston. Whitney Houston. So then yeah. tell us a Whitney Houston story. Um, oh, I'll sh- tell you Whitney Houston story. She okay. shouldn't have got with Bobby Brown? No, she shouldn't have got with Bobby Johnny Brown. Gal- Johnny Gill was the one she should have won no. without a new edition. Bobby Brown, yeah. Or, no, or no, Ralph Tresvang. Not JG. No, no, not G. Bobby <laughs> Brown, the way he tells the story is, it wasn't me. Right, you know? yeah. I've heard that. And, and I, believe, I believe him. I absolutely believe him. I absolutely believe him. She was the bad influence. She was the B.I. In, in the relationship. And he went along with it because let's, let's face it. Who's the B.I. The That's the first influence. time I've heard that. <laughs> I invented that. I, I made that up. The B.I. The B.I. I'm stealing it. I thought, she, bad I thought you were short a bitch. <laughs> yeah, the B.I. Bad the influence. B- bad influence. I- but the last time I saw Whitney Houston, she was very, very nice and uh, very gracious. She overslept. Um, air quotes here. She overslept because I'm on radio, right? She <laughs> overslept. So she couldn't. Uh, we were waiting for her for the table read. I didn't think she was going to be there. And for those that everybody doesn't know, table read, you know, you sit around <laughs> and read the script and make sure, you know, and see how long it runs and see if anything sounds stupid or if you need to cut it out. And so everybody's there, and it was cool sitting around with everyone. I was like, wow, this is cool. I'm at the <laughs> Who else was there? And I had, I had two different roles. I had three different roles, and then they had me do something else. I was going to be the MC at the club, and then they, they gave Kim that role, the singer. Oh, yeah, Kim's so a great Kim, guy. Kim's a great guy. Kim, Kim is absolutely great wonderful. Another great singer, yeah. Uh, Kim's a great guy. Um, and then they had me be, and then they had me do something else. Then they had me be the club owner. And I thought, okay, I, okay, I'll do that. And then they changed my name, you know, to Mr. Bells because it was at Cliff Bells. Uh, so we're doing the table read, and we're waiting. Uh, we're just about to start, and I didn't expect this. Whitney Houston's not going to show up at the table read. What are you nuts? And in comes Whitney Houston. I'm sorry, baby. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was a little late. I overslept. But you know, I couldn't find my way out that hotel. I couldn't find my way out that hotel. I couldn't, <laughs> you know, I couldn't find my way out. Let's sit down, baby. How, how's everybody? How's it? How what you doing? What year was this? Sparkle. This was, this was 2000. We, I think we shot in 2011. Oh. 
Oh, yeah. okay. So it's and it came right. out in 2012. Yeah. Wait a minute. It was right before she I died. I have a terrible. Right oh, okay. Yeah. I just right had a terrible she, feeling. Yeah. I was like, she was alive in 2011. I didn't know they filmed it at Cliff Bell's. Uh, yeah, those, those. Uh, yeah, well, the, they they even named the club because Cliff Bell's, you know, has been there since the 30s. And, oh, yeah, it's yeah. awesome. And it's, they, they did it a great a, job on that remodel. It was a I great club. You know, and the 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 movie, the the company didn't even do the remodel. You know what they did do though? They took off the pictures of Cliff Bell. I told them that I said, you know, Cliff Bell's like a fat white guy. And, they, 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 uh, and so I was playing Cliff Bell and I said, you know, Detroit, we go for authenticity. That but, you know, funny. I'm working on the movie. I'm just some schmo doing a day player. So I wasn't going to tell like right. the director or the producer. They're like, what do you, I don't want to get fired. I uh, need to have a serious conversation with you about historical accuracy. Yeah, no, you know, you know, what you, know what you do, you tell <laughs> background pictures. Yeah, you tell somebody, you tell an assistant or you just yeah. mention it to an assistant while you're in makeup, yeah, makeup or wardrobe. Or you just kind of casually mention it and see, it got around. See that picture on the wall over there? That's Cliff Bell. Yeah. Well, when we came know, in, they're but, taking pictures yeah. off the wall, and uh, but I don't want to get meet fired. Meet yeah, I didn't want to hire you. I didn't get fired. <laughs> I had a great That's time. That's right. Yeah, don't don't ruin your role. <laughs> no, I got a great oh, time. And Whitney was Whitney was nice. She was because after the table read, which went well, uh, you know, Whitney was you know I, I just told her you know, I'm a big fan. It's really nice to see you. you look great. She says, Gorgeous. Oh, thank you so much, baby. Thank you so much. Thank you. You did a wonderful job reading. You did such a good. Because sometimes they'll give you two. Rob, yeah, CD, you read this and this, and so and so isn't here, and I'll read this part. Uh, so that was fun. That was kind of you know that was kind of that a looked like moment. an awesome shoot. That was that was that was fun. It was great because it was three days and uh, it had like one line. <laughs> so that's, I got three that's days. Even better. Days like for me, it's a happy place. Just sitting there like uh, it, we did the other day. It was fun. I got to dress in a in a, in a tuxedo and they actually used. Actually, I had only had a line or two, but they needed me for uh, for a time transition in the movie. That was kind of neat. Which was which was kind of neat. So if you see the movie. You see, and, and the best part I'll tell you about the movie because I know I see that gives us the high sign there. We got to wrap it up. Uh, if you see, if you have the DVD, I'm in the DVD trailer. All right. Kim's daughter's watching us because she says, I've never, I've never seen, um, I've never seen Sparkle." So we put it on, and she says, "Oh, there you are." And I said, "Well, we haven't started yet. I couldn't, I couldn't be there. I'm only in it for." And I'm in the DVD loop. You know the menu loop when you, ah. when you put it on, and it just loops oh, around and shows scenes from the movie. Yeah, a couple still shots. There you that's go. Awesome. I own the DVD loop, and I was like, I "This is it. awesome." That I said. <laughs> This is worth the price of admission. I said that I'd have done for free. You know that, that that's sweet. Great. <laughs> so, anyway. so if I fall asleep before the movie starts, then really you have the biggest part. Yes, because it exactly. Just plays all that night long. I have the biggest <laughs> role. I am the, the principal. I am the only guy you see. You know, like uh, for, for while you're making two your popcorn. I want one of those roles. <laughs> yeah. So my final advice: stay out of show business. You know, it's it's a hideous <laughs> bitch goddess. You know. Right. Don't do it. You can uh, have all of CD's talent. Don't do and it. Yeah. Still, stay out of it. Be yeah. doing our show for free. Stay out of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, we're gonna. Make look, it. Look no, look we're all gonna now. make it, man. We're all gonna. We're all gonna make it. We're gonna take a break. So we'll be back. Thank you, CD. He's been here. Right on, man. Nobody can see that. We're shaking. Okay, we're shaking. Thank you. Good luck with everything, man. Big fist right there. All right, we'll be back.
ocean bound No so I drown I'm so deep I'm ocean crying I'm so sick I'm a climate virus on these open windows Close it as a Trojan when I'm trying to open a probe and explosion Excelling as a veteran better than who you ever been competitive when getting on your head I'm like a setter and better within a minute we definitely give them reason believe it I'm a beast when I'm breathing cause he just in a different league Your relief just belong in a plea just screaming question. Are you getting enough? I bet you'd love more, right? Well, adamandeve.com wants to give you more with 10 free gifts. First, you'll get a sexy surprise for her. Second, a specially selected toy for him. And third, a little something we know you'll both enjoy. Plus, you'll get six full-length adult movies on DVD. And number 10, free shipping on your entire order. So what do you have to do to get your 10 free gifts? It's not hard. Just go to adamandeve.com and select any one item. It could be an adventurous new toy, sexy piece of lingerie, or anything you desire. Just enter offer code FREE57 at checkout, and you'll get all 10 free gifts. Go check out adamandeve.com today. Select one item and get 10 free gifts, including free shipping. When you enter offer code FREE57, that's F-R-E-E 57 at adamandeve.com. A starving artist who market way off the market uh, From left field, my architect is the hardest Whether I'm making beats or I'm writing It turns to art and my night 
became lethargic Life is becoming tarnished Light ends up with a darkness The price of being an artist Is recognizing the part that your heart is always a target Starting with your drive But why? Listen, I'm sky That's high, therefore I fly So I don't need no ride So would everybody think I need to image me? If God don't have a deal Then they doubt my credibility Simply, I think that worse Cause I could put the industry doing it independently See, it's hard to press it when A&R's acting archileptic And our perception starts second guessing the art we blessed with Perfect the crafts, the music we be making Be the tune for rude awakenings I make you see As long as I'm on Clinic is your one-stop auto repair shop. Bill Griffin and all of his mechanics are ASE certified technicians that will provide you with everything from simple diagnostics to complete engine rebuilds, oil changes, batteries, tires, timing belts, suspension, transmissions, and so much more. We are qualified to service anything on your automobile. We will advise you of the best course of action 
Go to our website at www.griffinsautoclinic.com or follow us on Facebook at Griffin Neighborhood Auto Clinic or call us at 248-888-9406. Check out the website for monthly specials and coupons. Also, ask about financing your repair to get you on the road faster. 248-888-9406. Stop by Griffin's today and become part of our automotive repair family. soon i hope we have in our budget enough coffee mugs for our guests <laughs> <laughs> yeah nicole surprises with little christmas gifts chris these happy, happy hour, hour mugs, mugs. yeah oh, that's great yeah she had those uh, i wanted to little... start selling i actually i wanted to give gifts we got some gift ideas but i just had made these for the holidays and nice. maybe next time we'll have a bowl of jelly beans in the green room back oh, there sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah maybe <laughs> Don't Maybe you can have water when the guests ask. Yeah. <laughs> Both of you guys produced water. It was very good. Yes, I showed very up with good. the tiniest bottle of water possible. Me too. I, I, it. I, I can refill. Purse. I haven't opened this though, so I can refill. <laughs> I was at my friend's house last night, and I was like, "You guys got to be drinking it up a little bit." I, I mixed yeah. it up bad. I had uh, a couple good beers, and then a couple glasses of wine at dinner. And then a couple old fashions. Oh no! And then oh, a no, couple that's shots. The wrong order. And that's then a couple the, shots. And this is this in is South Lion. This, this is, is in a South mistake. Lion. Drove it back home to Westland. Woke up this morning, a little bit of a hangover. Really? Yeah. I was like, I can't imagine. I can't. I can't either. I'm f- I haven't had a hangover in a while. So, <laughs> but now I'm leveling back out with my Verners and Jamo. I would be so. ruined <laughs> if I had that amount. Usually, I have gummy worms for people, but I, that's I, I right. No candy. Every it's like it's came okay. on board. It's gone to hell. You know what? We're on the radio. We could just pretend <laughs> like we're sitting in front of an amazing <laughs> gift. Of this yeah. gift bag is Thank for you, guys you Shelley. So much. Oh my gosh. Actually, she could look at John's <laughs> gift. So your Altoids oh, in there. Thanks so much for this Star Wars <laughs> lunchbox, you guys. That was so sweet. It's full of booze and jewelry. And, oh Do we got any sound effects besides ourselves? Thank you. I'm like Michael Winslow, but not as good. <laughs> thanks for this, um, you know, happy hour hat that you gave me and the yeah. shirt. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Just keep opening up. Everybody. <laughs> yeah, keep going. Wow. All I got was a white rock. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> And so I have to tell you, when you guys were talking about, like, I'm not supposed to talk to The Rock, and he's right there beside me, I um, led a wedding band that happened in up north Michigan, and the bride's father is Bob Seger's accountant. So we're rehearsing the songs and everything leading up to the wedding, and she's like, no big deal, I just want you to know... Bob Seger's probably going to be there, you know, and I'm, the songs for the wedding list are Motown and jazz and pop, and I mean, it was this huge variety. She's like, you know, no pressure, just want you to know, like, (laughs) Detroit music legend might be at table too. And then, you know, sure enough, he's there, and he's super cool, he's wearing this seersucker suit, and... And we all made a deal before we, you know, like 
you don't don't be an asshole you know just <laughs> be cool it's Bob Seger <laughs> and then we're like what if some drunk aunt is begging us to play like old time rock and roll or something like that what yeah. do we do do we didn't completely like no way like there's no way we're playing a Seger song in front of Seger like we're just not we got to draw the line and I'm like what are the chances of that happening and for sure drunk aunt at the front of the stage like oh time rock and roll always, all my aunts are always drunk yep. <laughs> yeah and did we're you, just like did you guys do it no no, no. so I have a, I, uh. I used to do uh, lights at a bar and 50 amp fuse I don't know if you're familiar with them one of the biggest cover bands in oh, Detroit oh it sounds familiar yeah sounds they're, familiar. they're pretty huge they're uh-huh. a little bit bigger than killer flamingos because they kind of dropped off for a bit but yeah, yeah, yeah. so I used to do lights at the bar that they would play on a regular bass and I got to become friends with the drummer. And one weekend, he sends me this picture. And I'm like, I'm looking. And it's Kenny fucking Loggins. Oh, wow. <laughs> they did a wedding. And Kenny Loggins is friends with the father of the bride. Yeah. He got up on stage and did Footloose with oh, them. Oh, my what? God. Yes. And then like dreamy. a week later, I see the video on TMZ oh talking about, gosh. you know, Kenny Loggins at a wedding. They're like, they're joking. You know, he did Footloose. And, they're like, and where was that? Around he here? Did. Oh, somewhere my gosh. Mich- somewhere oh in Michigan. Gosh. Yeah. We did. We did like drive-bys, you know, like he's over there. I'm just going to, because we're out like on the water in this big field. So we could do like the sneaky shot. Like I'm going to walk <laughs> near him and you just be over there and just take the picture. <laughs> you know, I'm not like, going to walk like up Photo bombing Bob Seger, yeah, yeah, like or Bob Seger photo bombed you. His family, and and I'm just gonna act like I'm not taking a picture of him. I'm just happen to be over there, so we got a couple like this as you, walk by, <laughs> as you walk by, as you walk by sideways, like, pretending it's around, <laughs> like like pointing, like ah, oh, see, see. I, I had a fo- uh, fake Bob Seger story. I got called down to uh, the Green Dot Stables down in Detroit one night, and my friend was there, and he's like, oh no, it was my sister's friend. She has karaoke, and she's like, Bob Seger's here. I was like, what? She's like, yeah, Bob Seger's here hanging out. And I was like, the bartender knows him and the owner knows him. I was like, shit, I'm coming down to see Bob Seger. So I rolled down. I was like, he's obviously not doing karaoke. So I get down there and I'm looking. I was like, okay, it looks like Bob Seger. I've never seen him in person. So kind of, you could look different, you know, whatever. But I was just kind of, something was a little off, but I posted on Facebook. I was like, hanging out with Green Dots, Bob Seger. Well, a friend of mine, she, her kids go to school with his went to school with yeah. his kids and grandkids yeah. or whatever and they actually know Bob Seger go on Bob Seger's private jet to vacation with Bob Seger right, right, she right. sees it and goes yeah he's not in town yeah, yeah. and he totally wouldn't be at a bar because he's been sober for whatever amount of years yeah. she goes so unless he's lying to every person he knows and he's supposed to be in like South Carolina or some nonsense yeah he, yeah, that's not, that's not Bob Seger, and you should go up and tell that guy to stop telling people he's Bob Seger because he's oh, not Bob Seger. So yeah. I passed it on to the, the my friend that does karaoke, and she t- she told the bartender, she's like, "Why did you say it was Bob Seger?" He's like, she, "The girl actually thought it was Bob Seger." Oh. so he is going around pretending to be Bob Seger. Well, and oh. it's it's Detroit, you know. If yeah. you, if you've only seen him, you know, and he's aged, and you don't know whatever. And he looks you know? a little bit got the white hair. Yeah, and you when know, you see someone in real life, like. Kid Rock, he was telling that Kid Rock story, and I um, was on this little jumper flight from Myrtle Beach to uh, Detroit, like a little tiny flight, Mm. and I get on the plane, and everybody's, it's really early morning flight, and this little guy with long blonde hair kind of falls asleep angrily on my shoulder, and all of a sudden I'm like, oh, he looks familiar, but I was super sleepy. I just right. was just like trying to stay awake, and this person, you know how people fall asleep on you on the plane. And then 
And then he wakes up during the flight and is listening to his own music and texting Pamela. And, and I'm like, <laughs> oh, oh, shit, this is Kid Rock. Kid Rock is right next to me, but I'm 5'11". I think he's small. You know how you see a big figure oh, yeah, and you yeah. think so they're going to be bigger than you for some yeah. reason that you don't expect them to have like a small frame or small hands or whatever and i'm like wow i'm just a yeah, lot small bigger <laughs> i'm a lot bigger than kid rock you know it feels weird that i'm a lot bigger than kid rock and he's yeah. sitting next to me on the plane looking all small <laughs> that doesn't, that's, that's not my impression of him and there, he a, was a, this how long ago was this ah you know oh, he's with pam. at least six he's oh, with pam. at least seven years you know I, I can't remember it was like a lot because it was like i was on vacation with my family, but the flight got, like, I had to change flights. I right. had a short, dumb flight, one of those tiny. And so everybody on the flight was kind of pissed. Like, it was a mistake, <laughs> you know. Speaking, speaking of <laughs> flights, oh, let's, yeah, let's segue real quick. Chris, Christopher, Christopher here went on his first airplane ride like a big boy. Yes. Right well, on. and then he got Last week. delayed. Where'd delayed? you go? I, I went you. to Colorado to go see family. Lovely. All right. Lovely. Let, let's hear about this experience. I saw some of it on Facebook, and I can't wait. It, st- it, okay. start, it starts with the, the classic. And Chris, just before you get too pissed off, just realize this happens to people every freaking minute. Yeah. yeah. Okay. You're too, not solo. They didn't screw you over. It's not... <laughs> It's not the man yeah. coming down on it's Chris true. or your it's bad true. luck Chris story. This is every day people get fucked by the airline. Oh, no. My <laughs> uncle was there, So, yeah, this is so, everybody got fucked. And, and go. <laughs> okay. So, let me start off by saying fuck Frontier Airlines for not saying they were having, like, massive employee walkouts or a strike or a union strike, what they're having. Because originally our flight was supposed to be at 3 o'clock. You know what? Let's go a little further back before this. This is more on the fault of family. Picking me up, like, after I got done with work at Domino's, I decided, okay, I need to go get my landscaping check. I stopped by shop. Oh, right. Don't be forgot all our trucks are not at shop. They're in Northville. So you go all the way to Northville. Go to Northville, get my check, find a ATM that was open to cash it, come back to my apartment. Okay, I got some time. I'll do some laundry real quick. I call my stepdad, ask him, hey, have you picked up my uncle yet? Like, no, I'll pick you off first. I'm 10 minutes away. <laughs> what the fuck? While your laundry's in? Yeah, so oh, no. I just said so I this just is said Chris decided to do his laundry an hour before his flight. <laughs> no, my flight wasn't until six and I got back home at like three o'clock. So your your flight's at six AM. You get to the airport at what time? Uh we got there at four thirty. Okay, that's good enough. And that's when just the lit after like six thirty, delays, delays, delays. Yeah. And then they start saying, Oh, the pot the cold the flight attendant was sick. Like, he can't come in. We just know that's some bullshit. So, long story short, we get picked back up. Gotta go back home. Luckily, can dry, can dry laundry, whatever. And just like, fucking hell. So, what time so, did you end up getting out? Uh, we did not get out until, goddamn, 5 o'clock. And that's because we had to do a connected flight to Dallas first. And mm-hmm. then come back to Colorado. Mm-hmm. That's that's how it goes, man. Yeah, yeah. And that's the holiday travel. That's it's brutal. Rookie travelers. I got <laughs> I got to the airport at five thirty or about five a.m. on Thursday morning, and uh, missed the five fifty five. Got rerouted to a ten a.m., which went into Dulles for a layover that was supposed to be at five p.m., which left at eight thirty p.m. So my my original arrival in South Carolina was nine forty five in the morning. And I got there at 11 p.m. Uh, I could have driven. Yeah. I could have just is. gotten I've, in the airlines. It's frustrating. I've been, I've been pretty driven. lucky with flights. I haven't flown a lot, but the times I have, I've, you know, we've gone to Mexico, on to uh, uh, Punta Cana, 
Dominican and yeah, yeah, yeah. Most of our flights, a, a, a hour here delay or something like yeah. that, just a little bit of a delay, but nothing you know major. Oh. And yeah. would you guys just sound? My my sister, two years in a row, flew out to Portland and they flew standby. I have a friend that works for the airline. She mm-hmm. got him a ticket. She got him a cheap ticket. When you fly standby, you get effed. That's mm-hmm. how it works. You're, right. you're, you're, you take that chance. Yeah. Take oh, my chance. But when yeah. you look when you look and you get there and it says there's 50 seats available, and then the flight comes on, they're like, oh no, we don't have any seats for you, and they oh, just keep yeah. going. I was like, but when you pay cash, when you pay for your ticket full price and that happens and there's, we're overbooked what do you, no, you're not oh, overbooked yeah. you have a computer that shows how many seats and you sold this many seats why would you sell extra it's part seats? of oh, we, the business model though it's yeah. part oh, of never, the business model we didn't even go with frontier we had to get another plane oh yeah to like uh, i think it was united or whatever but our, my sister's flight just got straight up canceled and they were with southwest the biggest mess up i had is i flew mm-hmm. over to i was flying over to france to uh visit my at the time fiance and uh my oh, flight, my flight was. Stuff we got to hear about. My flight was Chicago. <laughs> my flight was so we drove to Chicago because it's cheaper to fly out of Chicago. Cause yeah, yeah. Air France has right. a hub there. Yeah. So my dad, and my sister drove me to Chicago. Got a, you know, got on a plane. The flight originally was Chicago to Paris, Paris to Bordeaux. That's already a eight hour flight, and they're five hours ahead of us in the time zone. So yeah. um, I'm sitting there and just like, all right. And then all of a sudden they make an announcement. Something about the flight's been delayed. Then it's something else. Your flight's been canceled. There was a mechanical issue. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like, all right, what do I do? And they're just like, you know, some people are like, oh, we got to go to the counter. It was like the running of the bulls to get to the counter. <laughs> my strap broke on my carry-on while I was like running, trying to keep it. I was like, well, this must be first come, first serve. I'm out of here. Oh, I dropped my bag. I picked it up. I'm running. I get to the counter. And they're like, well, we can either put you up in a hotel for a night here in Chicago or we can see what we can do. And I'm like, oh. I don't want to waste. It's a whole day. If I, you know, yeah. More than a whole day. It's like a day and a half now. Right. So they get me on a Lufthansa flight. My Lufthansa flight's supposed to go from Chicago to Belgium. Or no, Frankfurt. Frankfurt to Paris, Paris to Bordeaux. We get there. They make an announcement. Exi- you know, People there from this canceled flight that are moving on to blah, blah, blah. Please recheck your luggage. Blah, blah, blah. I follow the 10, 15 people that, were, that made it on my flight too. To the baggage area, some lady happens to stop and see us. Like, what do you, what, what do you guys, what flight were you on? So we tell her. She goes, "No, your luggage got checked through. You got to get upstairs. You're gonna miss your flight." Oh my gosh! We bust ass. We missed our flight. Oh, that's so annoying. <laughs> I'm in a, I'm in Germany. Yeah. No way of getting a hold of my fiance to let her know the flight. You know whatever's gonna happen. I bought. I went to a store. Some lady helped me buy a card. Said how many minutes, and I had like 30 seconds when I dialed all the numbers in to call my mom to call my fiance and tell her. Oh, my god! I'm just like, and then, so then they put me on a flight from uh, Frankfurt to Belgium, Belgium to Bordeaux. Oh, that's exhausting. It was. I was so tired. I was, I mean, cool. My my passport got a couple stamps that I wasn't going to, but it was exhausting and ridiculous. And I was like, and yeah. I, I was just like, whatever. There's people, I cannot imagine being an agent behind the counter. Right. Because this lady, nope. oh no, well, this lady went oh, no off. Way. No, well, way. we're gonna hear like how Chris. Had to <laughs> no, uh, no, while I was there, somebody threatened one of the counter people, and the TSA had to come out and take them away. <gasps> yeah, this lady. Don't was, yeah, you get irate when your job, though. Yeah, but, but actually, things. the person behind the counter has nothing to do with anything they past that counter. Anything. Yeah. So the the plane being delayed, the plane you missing the plane, know. somebody making an announcement had nothing to do with them. And this lady was going off. We have tickets to the opera in Paris. You are paying us for our tickets. And I'm like, no, they're not, dummy. And definitely not this lady sitting yeah. right here. Yeah. And you're in Germany. Shut up. 
You know what German? You know what Germans did to people? Can I just say though, fuck airplanes. But like, I went, Chris. Plus, so Chris had never been flight? on an airplane. How was the flight? Okay, first That's... one, God shitty. Second one, it was better. It was United. Like they had entertainment and all that. I'm Third talking about one, the f- actual flying. Right. Because you've never flown before. You were afraid to fly. Oh, yeah. First one, I almost passed out because I made this dumb decision of looking out the window. <laughs> Second one, that was okay. I could barely tear out, tell I was on a plane because they just had entertainment to distract me oh, and all that's that shit. Good. That's it was United, good so I'll give them experience. props. They know what they're doing. Sure, sure. Third one, United again. Didn't have the entertainment, but still good. Well, let me tell you. Okay, I'll say two things. One, people give you the ugliest looks when you. Like when somebody doesn't come into their flight on time, you got some more leg, like leg room and all that. Oh, yeah. Like I had the Asian dude across from me just look at me like, "You lucky motherfucker." <laughs> yeah. yeah. When you got you had the leg room. Yep. Yeah. That's, oh, the, yeah. that's the best when you're like, "It's good stuff." Wait, the door closed. No bail. I, uh-huh. I know. Actually, I know. Actually, I'll say three gorgeous. things. Two. Well, that third final flight, like. You know when they come around with the drink card and they give everybody drinks? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They were just like, okay, you want the whole can of pop? Because, like, I gave my my earlier seat out to a special needs kid. Mm-hmm. So that's why I got the seat with Good more Good job, Chris. And I was just like, <laughs> yeah. now just like after all season. that bullshit earlier, I was just looking at this Coke in this cup, and I was just like, man, I want to start fucking dancing. <laughs> yeah, I got a free Buffalo Trace on the plane. Because I never, like, feel like drinking on a plane. But this is like... 12 hours after I'm supposed to be there and I'm sitting in the very back very very back of a small plane so here's the engine and here's the bathroom and the person sitting next to me has a cat oh, God. so I'm just like this is on just getting on the plane she had a cat and a little <sighs> you know cat carrier thing and the, the engine is so super loud and she, I'm the last one to be served and I'm like you know, I think I'm going to get a Buffalo Trace. She's like, absolutely. It's on me. Yeah. <laughs> I said, yeah. As soon as she walked up and realized you were sitting next to a cat lady, <laughs> I'd have been like, I'd have been like if I was the flight attendant, cool. like, what else you want? This is ridiculous. Yeah. But, but, you know, the truth is, is I get in this cool state. I've traveled so much in my life that I get in this like, okay, you know what? Airports can be fun. I can get a massage. I'm going to read a right. book. Right. It's how you have to look at that. I just saw that on Fox News, that massage place it. that opened up at, at the McNamara Terminal. Not the wrong. Oh, they've had them. They've had spas. But it's a new, Dulles, whole new place. Dulles. It's like a brand new place. Not the wrong. Awesome airport. Massage. That shit is boring as hell. <laughs> Did you go to the McNamara Terminal? Terminal? There's a lot so. going on it. Wait, no, you didn't fly Delta. Oh, no, he didn't. You didn't fly Delta. You were in the old terminal. Yeah. Well, you could go in and get a $30 drink. <laughs> I, don't, th- I haven't been in that one forever. Thing I know, I haven't either. Their thing I'm going to say is, fuck airplanes in general. It's just this <laughs> claustrophobic metal meat tube. Yeah, it's <laughs> and disgusting. You, and you're on this seat that's gross. fine for 30 minutes, but after that, it starts to hurt your ass. I have two friends yeah. that are flight They're attendants. They're tiny, yeah. too. Where you, oh, well, you have room. That's nice. I'm yeah, like, that was the third flight. The first flight was cramped as well. Well, you're lucky you were yeah, on something is. like that, because we've flown, because you, when you're going to Mexico and you're already paying for your all-inclusive place, you want to find a cheaper flight. Spirit is the cheapest flight. Spirit has a small seat room. Yeah. It's like well, Delta yeah. too. In, in Deltas are tiny. I sit in there and I'm squished. You're yep. tiny. Unless you got a book You're or tiny. some music or well, that's why you, don't you have a pad and iPad? Yeah. Why don't you take your Game Boy, Chris? I got no, this I did great take it. Yeah. I'm just saying because I'm of my. All right, yeah, delay. that looks like a good book. It's okay. such a good book. I'm just saying you got to get it. I'm just saying if you don't have those, it's a miserable experience. No, yeah, well, I think it's because it's your first time too. You probably didn't get prepared. Like I, no, I was pack prepared. like <laughs> I'm gonna live at the airport. I always just plan on it, just because. The worst thing is if you lose power. I remember one time we did have a layover. We got stuck. And um, 
The one time I checked my power cord in the suitcase. <laughs> It was oh, like man. we were going to watch yeah. Will and Grace DVDs I on always, my computer, I keep, I keep, and I go, my battery's dead. And you know mm-hmm. what I learned, though? I will let you guys in on this, and I just shared it with my dad, who travels all the time. I said, you could go to the Lost and Found, and you will find tons of chargers. <gasps> it's it, a great oh, idea. Yeah. It also yeah. made me really sympathetic towards my granddad, because like, he owns three McDonald's in the Denver uh, Terminal Airport. Mm-hmm. So it's just like... Holy shit, this thing is constantly busy and it's closed like for only two hours. And it's like something's got goes wrong. He's got to handle it all. And the airport is not sympathetic to him whatsoever. No, oh, wow. it's not. But yeah. if you guys want to call in, 313 879 5059. If you got airport stories. If you want to, yeah, you know, <laughs> console Chris from his trauma. Oh, no, but- I know. <laughs> I know I didn't get it the worst. I know there's somebody. No, who, no. There's but, had to be people like No, who I don't saw speak. you. You were at the airport. I mean, I was watching going, oh, no. I'm not even that good. Oh, no. You were I, delayed a long time. I was actually with my uncle. Like, he took a picture of me telling my aunt I had no shame because I just went there in my pajamas because I said, fuck it. Oh, you're one of those people. I know. That's what they you know Americans. What used to, oh, you, know what used, you know they used to wear three-piece suits on planes? It, it was, was a big classy. deal. Yes. Now you got Chris showing up like he's going to Walmart at three in the morning. <laughs> but enough oh, about yeah. you, Chris. Okay. Come, uh, one, come, more thing, one, one more thing. thing Chris, <laughs> one more thing, Chris. I swear to this is it. When I got back, my fridge was unplugged and all my shit spoiled. <gasps> oh, what oh, no. oh, your fridge? I still don't know how that happens. No drinking involved? Nope. <laughs> you sure wow. that hey, you sure you didn't unplug it to nope, save I'm save pretty, some pennies? Sure. <laughs> save some pennies. Yeah, yeah, I had a thing of ice cream in there. <laughs> oh, oh man, ruined ice cream. I had to clean hey, at least you up. didn't make it to uh, Paquette Market before you left. Thank God, that would have been a lot of meat gone. <laughs> so yeah, all right. But in the words right, well, of Jeff, w- enough about you, fucking Chris. All right, I miss Jeff. <laughs> Talk to him. He didn't get to call in because maybe he's working tonight. So hey, Jeff, we're. What time is it there? Not thinking about you. So, um, <laughs> yeah. All right. Again, okay, last time our number, 313-879-5059, because we're about to talk about 51st Jokes, Yay! and we're going to get to some comedy. <laughs> Let's talk about some happy hour it's comedy. It's happy hour. <laughs> Isn't there supposed to be a bomb or something? I have, to, tell, I have to ask you, I have to ask you if, you've, if you've heard of James Gregory. Have you heard of James Gregory? I name sounds not. familiar, yes. You have. Okay. I'm in South Carolina visiting my family, and they got tickets. Um, you know, my parents got tickets, and my brother and sister-in-law got tickets to James Gregory, quote, the funniest man in the world, or whatever. That's his tagline. And I'm like, oh, well, I've never I heard of him. I don't even know the name. <laughs> I can't think of a face. And they're like, he's, he's the funniest man in America. Haven't you heard of the funniest man in America? So I start looking him up, you know, and... They're they're just all about him. And I come back, I go to the tap room comedy show, I go to a couple other comedy shows, I'm like, You guys heard of James Gregory? They're like, No. I'm like, funniest man in America and I realize like you can just make that your tagline. Oh yeah. You know, you can okay, just... I do, what did I tell CD? The most popular <laughs> Well it's like I said earlier, the world's yeah. greatest cup of coffee. World's greatest cup of coffee. Yeah, you, you can know? say whatever you want. If and hey, I think he's good, but it was funny because like look, they acted like to me. I was crazy for how, how can you have you not heard of James Craig? How have you not heard of James Where was this at? Deep South. So, Deep South. So, so, so I'm thinking like how you he never heard probably James Gregory. just, uh, he's probably just around here. He's a maybe. local. Or, yeah. or no. Regional. Just regional. He's maybe. a regional comedian. Or perhaps he is the funniest man <laughs> in the entire James country. James Gregory? Yeah. I'm not, he's not yeah. even coming up. He's got, he's, got, he's got two first names. Right. <laughs> right. And, and I get it. Like they, they showed me Redford. a couple of his bits and I was like, okay, okay. He's a guy yeah. in Redford. 
Yeah, that's yeah. the only one that's coming up. So hey, maybe James I Gregory, if you're listening. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so be. maybe I don't know his name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's He's funny. in the South somewhere. He's in the South somewhere. That That is a good ploy, though, because if you put that as your tagline. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Sure. Like on your, your Facebooks you know and who whatnot. We, who do you want to have at our meeting? Let's get the funniest, funniest man in America. Yes. Let's, let me Google him. Yeah. Let me Google if him. I've never heard of him. And, and, comes and, up. There's, and there's nothing before, like, People Magazine call him the funniest man. Right, no. No. <laughs> County He's Central decided. says. He's, He's just decided. And, you know, I, I mean, hey, greatest. You could be, like, greatest rock band ever well this is what's funny about 51st jokes is if you're a comic on the scene all the time then you have people that you know are like great writers and they kill it every time they're super professional but if you just show up as a guest and there's an open micer who this is his third week and then this guy who's been uh, you know headlining for years you don't know the difference yeah you don't know it's a you do not know the difference you don't have any reason to believe that this guy's going to be amazing unless you're sitting in a stadium or something. Right. Mm-hmm. So what's great about 50 First Jokes is there's 50 comedians, and some of them started like three months ago, and some of them have been touring for years, but they only have two minutes. So the audience doesn't know. Like, And, they, and it's got to be a new joke? It's a great audience, It's a too. brand, it's a brand new, new joke. joke. Okay. Yeah, so everybody's at the same starting point. Nobody ha- can do like their thing they know that kills the go-to oh yeah the, or i started working on this joke but i haven't finished it or no you yeah. just have to do it and and last year it was, it's pretty funny because last year i remember there was these guys walking around who are pretty successful in the way that they have a podcast and they're headlining and they do this but like that i'm getting ready to go out and i can only tell something new on a, on a stage uh-huh. as nice as the yeah arc. You know, it's humbling. It's humbling because what if it sucks? Now, where did you hear or how did you start? Where you know, Get where did you? Where did it come from? It's, it's new, I know it's been around, but it yeah. has been around. What so, okay, you? so my friend John F. O'Donnell, who he is from New York, then moved to Michigan for college. We became friends doing comedy at the Heidelberg in early two thousands, and then he moved back to New York and he kept getting better and better and doing more and more and more shows and more festivals. And so 11 years ago, he just got a bunch of comedians together and said, hey, why don't we all tell our first new joke of the year together in one big show? And it was just a big, fun show that has grown every single year. So this is 11 years. Now they do it at the Bell House in Brooklyn. So then a few years after he did that, he went to L.A. and said, hey, we should do one here. We'll do it on this side. Mm. And then he went to New Orleans and got his friends there and said, hey, let's do one here. In fact, let's put them in all the big cities. Let's do this year. I think it's Minneapolis and Denver and Atlanta and Chicago and San Francisco and D.C. and New York and That's awesome. I mean, it's all over, uh, all over the country. Yeah. It is. It's exciting. an honor to be a part of it because I know how many. I don't know how many people must approach you, and you got to pick fifty, yeah, fifty-five. That, that is really hard because the first year, um, John. <laughs> so John, if you want to look up John, he's on a show called Redacted Tonight, okay. and it's a kind of a political kind of like um, uh, the Daily Show. But even further left, if you can imagine, it's actually on RT America with Lee Camp, Redacted Tonight. So my friend John, he, you know, we're great friends, but he's, he, he can be really frantic, you know. And so he's just like, no, it's great. You get 50 comedians, you know, you line them up, and then you have a timekeeper, and then you just announce some rapid fire, you know, just do like a, a randomizer for the list so that nobody worries about being first, and just, it'll be great. You know, that was my total instruction <laughs> for putting the show yeah. together. And, you know, leading up to it, 
I just started realizing like, oh my gosh, I'm going to be fielding emails, texts, Facebook messages from comedians for like the three months leading up to this deal because they're like, I heard about you doing this, you know? And so Mm -hmm. last year I got a little bit better at it and I had someone help me in the green room. Um, And then this year I've got two people helping me because of the 50 comedians trying to find one location on time and like no one's car breaking down right. and nobody yeah. getting sick and like there were times last year where I've got oh my gosh I've got too many I've got like 65 people signed up somehow and then there was a day or two where I was like I don't have enough they all backed out oh yeah. my gosh they backed out or they got something happened you know it's just because flaky you know yeah. we can be flaky yeah people. we're not you know if it's not we just think yeah some people That's don't take two it minutes. seriously I gotta drive an hour for two minutes yeah. I, I, maybe I won't do it you know and just yeah. at the last minute you'll have people but this year, I think because so many people had fun the last two years oh, now, right there. Yeah. everybody's a little more professional. They're, they're like, I they would be delighted be to it. perform in your show, ma'am. Oh, good. <laughs> like, oh, good. You know, everybody's like checked in and, you know. That's and good. Yeah. And I'm going to, and it's just, what's fun is it's the only time of year, because really, even if you go to a comedy festival, there's a couple of people on that stage, and then there's some headliners that you probably won't get to meet over there, and there's that. But there's 50 of us just kind of mashed backstage at the Ark, mm-hmm. just hanging out for that whole time. It's like a reunion. It it's is like really fun. It, it is. really is. And there's usually more comics in the audience just yep. hanging out. Yeah. Because you know? I tell them, like, listen, every year somebody just doesn't show up. So if you just show, <laughs> show up, up and me. ask nice and I need you, we'll grab you. And uh, that's happened. And isn't it local audience? Like who? I don't. I was such a blur that um, I didn't know who the audience was. Is it like regular attendees to the ARC? Well, people come to the ARC because it's generally a really amazing music venue. Uh So I actually just did a show um, December 8th, 9th, and 10th. It's this big holiday show that we do every year with this band, the Ragbirds. And it's all these local music. Oh, you love the Ragbirds? Yeah. Oh, they're like they, my best friend. He has okay. another podcast, The Boombox. Really? Yeah, Real the fun. Oh, well, the Ragbirds host Ebert and Friends Holiday yeah. Show every year. And I do that. I'm the host okay. and MC for that for the last nine years. And so this year we had three nights at the Ark. And that's a wonderful yeah, experience. I've seen, them, I've seen them in Ann Arbor a couple of times. Yeah. And I think, I think, don't quote oh, me, that's but so neat. I used to go to the uh, Folk to Police that they did. Yes. Yes, that yes, was yes. that was really good, and I was so pissed when that guy canceled it because uh, yeah. sensitive Sally's in 2015. It still got, happens in January, but it's called something different. Is now. it at the Blind Pig? Because mm-hmm. I looked it up, mm-hmm. and there was nothing on the. I want to go. <laughs> oh. I went to the counter. Was, I don't know if you know this. It's folk to police. It was uh, 15, 10, 15, 20 or so folk artists, either covering one, uh-huh. covering classic or. Some people did some newer stuff, but yeah. cl- covering hip hop and rap. Yeah, it's in so folk fun. styles. It is so fun. And uh, I mean, they were doing you know Warren G or Snoop Dogg, or they were doing old school. And then a couple, one girl did uh, Nicki Minaj, and yeah. you know they do like NWA, but they did the folk, the Police, because uh, fuck the Police. Oh, yeah, that's mm-hmm. cute. And they had, <laughs> had Easy E on the cover of the the flyer and stuff, and it was the weekend at the end of the Ann Arbor Folk Festival at the Ark. Yeah. And yep, they yep. would like close that out. So it was mm-hmm. all these folk artists from the co- around the country or around um, Dan Dan Henning. I think yeah. he's out. He is really good. He did yeah. that uh, coffee P. shop. Nicole P. usually does it. Nicole P. usually does it. So at, are they still doing yeah. it this year? Well, you know what? I would look up. It would be on Treetown Sound because Matthew Altruda. I love Treetown Sound. Matthew Altruda. Yeah. He usually puts on Folk the Police. Okay. Because I listen to 107.1 all the time. Yeah. So. Yep. Yep. So he, he would be the one to... 
connect with on that. And I feel like it's probably going to happen. Maybe just look at the blind pig calendar. I did, and there was nothing. <laughs> really? Yeah. Because ah. I knew they had somebody I found through the Facebook. I would be surprised. I found through the Facebooks that they were doing it, but I, they had said they're, do, they're not calling it. People got upset. Because the police and by people probably like two, it. yeah, probably, probably two people, two people just made hit a up, fuss. hit up the, hit up the internets and meh. yeah, folk the people, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's why I would have renamed it, folk the people. It was really good last year. I went last year and oh, I, I've been most years, but I remember the first year he I talked us first all two. into doing it. He he, you know, was selling this idea kind of like me with Fifty First Jokes. Like I had to tell everybody, like. Yes, you have to drive all the way to Ann Arbor. Yes, you only get two minutes. You know, it's not a yeah. comedy club. People probably aren't going to be drunk, really. They might have a beer, but it, that's not what it's like. It'll be awesome, though. So I really had to pitch it. Right. And he had to do it the first year. He had to talk some people into it. Because I remember the Ragbirds um, cobbled together a little group with the Mac Pods and Sean Ike. Mac Pods are good, too, yeah. Yeah, Sean Ike from Thurco's Kings. They were a little group the first year. And everybody loved it. And the next year, I show up thinking like, yeah, I'll go. And it was sold out. It was, oh. it, <laughs> I was the, like, yeah. wait, it was, how did it this was blow awesome. up? Yeah, I, I, got, I got friends to go with me that didn't, weren't, you know, knew nothing <laughs> about folk. Yeah. But, you know, got there and you hear like this banjo playing, you know, uh, it's like this and like that, y'all. And it's, it's yeah. a, they did really, they each got two songs. And yep. it was either, a, it could be a solo, it could be a group, it could be a two, a duo, banjo and a guitar is just really cool really original really different uh-huh. and i went the first Sounds two fun. years and then the third year i do uh plowing <laughs> during the winter the day of it snowed like you know 12 inches or something so oh I was wow like, my a couple of my friends went and they uh, they're texting me from oh this is awesome i was like mm-hmm. God, i hate you people it is awesome <laughs> <laughs> and it's usually like a a good towny weekend for ann arbor because oh, yeah. if you go to the folk festival you're all in that kind of blissy mood like oh yay it's this uh-huh. is what we love oh, you know and then if you go and then guarantee I'll go to if they have it if they do it this year which I hope they do but usually that's one of those things like Water Hill Music Festival that you show up at and you see it's like the townie reunion it's like people you haven't seen especially being at the Blind Pig too Mm -hmm. being so Mm -hmm. old is that one thing disappoints me about some of these older venues just get some new sound you don't have to paint. The, you don't have to yeah. paint the walls. You can keep it the grungy look. I don't Get know. Some I wish sound. they would just hose it out. Occasionally, they could clean hose it out down and maybe some new down. lights. Get rid of the gels, the old school high school. Well, gym now you're gels. just remodeling the whole thing. I just want because if, if you end up in the back, because I've seen a couple other bands there, not just that, and I've seen yeah. other bands there. I was like, the sound is horrible. And the 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 atmosphere is so cool because you're just in that old it's like CBGB rock yeah, atmosphere. A, yeah. But then you're just like I can't understand and, and what they're saying. And it doesn't make any sense that there's them. all these people drinking and you have to go downstairs to use the bathroom. Yeah. Like you have to go down to the eight ball. Yeah. And try then you're not like, to try not to fall. It's like your little quiet break. Have you ever like, hung oh, out? Have you ever hung right. out in eight ball while something's oh, going for on? Sure. And I've, felt like the ceiling is going to fall. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Literally, yeah. All, every tile or the wood floor, whatever it is that this makes the ceiling up at this bar, this pool hall downstairs is bending and shaking it's, and you're like it's a great oh little dive though it is, it's yeah. great. i met uh drew barrymore there when she was filming whip it okay and uh we were uh, she was shooting pool and i was there with my friends and i was like I, th- I think that's Drew barrymore and they go oh no she's you know she's taller she's got bigger yeah I was like i don't think so I, I mean i'm pretty sure that is her and when she walked up, she was, you know, I'm 5'11", and she was so petite. I had on these <laughs> platform sandals. And she was like, oh, yeah, I'm filming a movie. And, <laughs> um, 
yeah, really, really cute, but not where you expect to see. But I guess you know what? But, if you're filming somewhere, you want to go to that cool towny place. Yeah, you know? she's that kind of hippie indie kind of yeah. chick anyway. Oh yeah, so for sure. That'd be cool to see somebody, you know, somebody there. And everyone's got some good spots, though. It's good to yeah. hang out. It's good. Even not, oh, not on the grungy city. side, but the, you, ever, you ever seen a show at the Powerhouse? No. That is a really good... I saw Mayor Wait, Hawthorne. Wait, the Power Center? Power Center. Power that's Center, yeah. I saw Mayor Hawthorne there this yeah. year, and that's a great little venue. It's like it's like a Fox setup, but super smaller. So you got it's like a beautiful. balcony. It's perfect sound. It's and just, you're like... Yeah, but the wonderful. balcony, you're like... Even on the top row of the balcony, you're like 200 feet from the stage. So okay. it's super small, super orchestra style, like set up. But it's, it was, yeah, it was nice. nice, yeah. It's nice. So Mayor Hawthorne, so have you ever heard That's of the Firefly man. Club? Yeah, I've Do heard you of remember it. the Firefly Club? Okay, yeah. so I worked at the Firefly Club, which is a jazz club that was the Bird of Paradise before it was that. But from like 2000, maybe three to eight, it was for a while on uh, First Street, and then it moved to where down from the stadium where there's this hookah bar now. But so it went through some changes and there used to be a night on Sunday night called Elevation. Okay. So the daytime would be like a, a jazz band, swing band and people dancing and having like one glass of wine. And then we would chill out for like three or four hours and then Elevation would start, which would be doormen and bodyguards and MCs and rap battles. And I think at the time, Mayor Hartho, he was DJ Haircut. Yeah, DJ Haircut. DJ Haircut. Yeah. So he was DJ Haircut, and it was DJ House Shoes was there. Yeah. It was this whole group of people that we were all just like, oh, we see them every Sunday. Underground hip hop. Like, yeah, yeah. We, we know these guys. We know what they drink. We know their girlfriends and everything. And then. Later on, I remember seeing Mayor Hawthorne and being like, he looks like that guy that used to come to the fire. Like, I had no idea they were the same guy. I just well, lost a lot track. Of peop- a like, lot of people oh don't. Oh, my God. Yeah, I didn't realize. Yeah, that. and I've, that I've been a big mayor, mayor since he came out. And I've, uh-huh. like, I think I saw him the first time on, I mean, it was obviously after the Ann Arbor. He grew up in Ann Arbor, raised on records and Motown and everything. But he got into hip-hop like everybody else. He moved to L.A. to be a DJ, mm-hmm. made a couple sample tracks Somebody got a hold of them, and it sounded like Motown. Mm-hmm. And they go, "Can you write some more?" So he nice. said, "Yeah." So the first time I saw him was on Letterman, and he did like oh, he did like um, walk the no before the walk, leg, baby. Oh, before the walk, the first oh. album that sounded really Motownish. Like um, I forget what he did. Um, he did some song, but they were all in red suits. He's yeah. got this whole band, the, the Mayor Hawthorne in the county, red suits on and red guitar and. Sounds just like Motown. Second album was a little bit more seventies, uh-huh. and then the third album went yeah, into like the eighties. I dig it. So Fun. it's really all his albums are good. I've seen him like seven, eight times mm-hmm. now. All local. Mm-hmm. I've seen him at uh, Arts Beats and Eats, The Majestic. Do you know Graffiti? Graffiti. Do you DJ yeah. Graffiti. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I actually, but I met Mayor this year. He did this, which you don't get with. To me, he's a big artist, and he's gotten a little bit bigger, but not. He's not you know up there, but he did a. Uh, listening party for his last album, Man About Town, uh-huh. at Shinola, in the oh. ba- in the basement. Oh, that's a nice place. I've been and it was uh, follow him nice on Instagram, place. like it, and you, like to enter this code. Then you get this voicemail from Mayor Hawthorne. Hey, what's up? It's Mayor. Come visit me. Blah blah. Stay tuned. We'll text you details like secret show. Oh, that is a and you fun can invite way to do it. and you can invite one guest. And then my roommate, out of all the people, she got the same email. So she got to bring a friend. I brought a friend. We went downstairs to Shinola. They had, um, what's the Cuban joint in Ann Arbor? Uh, Frida Batita. Frida Batita's. Frida Batita. Uh, catered. 
Oh, fun. And then they had Grizzly Peak or Grizzly. Uh, oh, yeah, Grizzly Peak beer. Beer. Yeah. And he had sangria and like oh, some other yeah. thing behind the bar. And that sounds like it was cool. Everybody, everybody got down there. It was super like, give us your phone, put it in this basket. You'll get it afterwards. Because <laughs> they didn't want people taking pictures uh, or recording. And he said one of the reasons he doesn't want people bootlegging his shit because the album wasn't even out yet. We didn't get a copy of it or anything. It was still mm-hmm. like two weeks away. And he also said, I want you to experience this. Yeah, you don't know these people, but you know me. That's you right. like me. You him. have that in common. Mm-hmm. So we walked around. I, we mingled with some people. And then he would just walk up. So what's up, guys? I talked to him for like 10 minutes about music, about yeah. covers, about British music. And we nice just, guy. How he many did people? There was like 30. Oh, oh that's Super awesome. intimate. <laughs> that is fun. He puts the speaker on. They, they go, listen, we're going to play the album. Listen to it. That. Let us know what you think. Sweet. Enjoy the food. Mingle. And like I said, he came up. We have, what a great uh, idea. He, he did, did a, you a favor. And then he phone. sat down with a Casio and did uh, Love Like That with oh, the Casio force. And we all kind of clapped in and everything. Oh. So, and then he, let, he goes, listen, everybody come up. Take pictures right now. We'll take some pictures. They took professional pictures and stuff, too. And we'll put them on a website and whatnot. And. So it was super nice. cool, super when chill. Was that? This summer. Oh, sweet. what a great setup! Like, you you never get to. You, who's going to do that? No, yeah. that's that's exciting. You know, smart he's, marketers. Yeah, and he did it. <laughs> Bands he, that have smart smart marketing he, teams. Yeah. He, yeah. he that. did this a day. He did it in seven cities in seven days. Oh wow! So I bet he that was, was a blast. LA, yeah, I bet he had fun too. L.A., so Miami, Chicago, New York, and he ended it at Detroit because he's from Ann Arbor. So. Yeah. Super yeah. super cool guy, super chill guy too. So oh, that's yeah. fun. It's I like loved a party. All those guys. I loved all those guys. Yeah. I thought that was just such a his great mom and thing dad were there. His mom and dad is uh, so we we were. talked to his mom and dad and my sister or not my sister one of my my roommate is a uh, friends with these people. She does all these um, small uh, backyard concerts they have. Mm-hmm. This group called Melodyme is pretty big, and mm-hmm. she goes to these and this old couple out in I don't know somewhere out in Jackson or something like that. They host like a backyard party. And they are friends with Mayor's mom, so she's like, "Hey, I'm n- nice to meet you. I'm friends with so and so." So her, oh. so his real last name isn't Haircut. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. <laughs> oh man, but, I was when you were talking about putting together artists to just do things, you know? Yeah. So, I the, I live in a little apartment in Ypsilanti, and a couple of winters ago, it when it was whenever it was the snowpocalypse. Remember when it was like the snowpocalypse, and it was like frozen. For yeah, yeah. I was I was plowing four it. months. I was plowing that four months. So I was just so like, you know, it was like too dangerous to go out and see music as much as I like. So I had a couple of tiny house concerts, just literally like eight or nine people, and then I would invite one of my musician friends, and I would put lights around them, and I would rearrange the furniture, oh, and I would have snacks, and awesome. I would give them a prompt. So I would say, I've always wanted a song. My friend Nicole P, who plays at um, the Folk. Folk, the Police, or whatever it's called now, she's a great musician in the Ypsilanti area, and I, I told her I've always wanted a song called Snake Oil Baby. <laughs> and I'm like, I think it's like a funky gypsy kind of song, you know, like do whatever you want to with it. And she wrote it and she wrote that song and it's a song That's that awesome. she plays regularly now. And another guy wrote one about winter and it was more of like an operatic thing. That's and awesome. it was just having. So improvising music. Yeah. Well, no, just like um, you're going to play at my house, you know, in two weeks. And then like three days before I call him and say. I want you to write a song about oh beforehand yeah okay. just a few oh, days nice. just a few days before and then they Prepa- really like the challenge you know they really had fun with the challenge of it it's fun I that used is to, fun yeah. I used to do 
at the old Firefly Club before it closed in 2008, I had a comedy show for five years called the Firefly Funnies, and it was a lot of people have performed on the. Okay, so how you know. long have you been in? Okay, you, you've oh, done probably, so many things, but comedy, yeah. stand-up comedy. Well, I probably started doing stand-up in maybe like 2002 or three or something. And I, I've been on and off, but what I've realized is, like, I like putting on shows. Like, my tolerance for driving by myself to a small town to be around drunk people at 11 o'clock on a Wednesday night went south really, really fast. Yeah. You know, I was yeah. like, wait a minute. Oh, I get it. A successful trajectory of this job means more of this. And I don't know if that's what I want in my life. But I loved mm-hmm. hosting shows and inviting and giving, you know, promoting and doing the show and having whoever I wanted. Because uh-huh. you know what it's like. Sometimes you drive two hours to a show in the winter in a small town and you might be with people How that many years you did you do the like, road? You know? Not very long. Not there was long, a, there okay. was this really cool guy who, you know how when you're in a contest and they have people judge the contest? Right. You know? So I emceed this contest or or was in the contest or something, this guy wanted to represent me, but he represented Christian bands. He represented Christian bands, and he's like, they want me other types of entertainment, and you're the only clean comic that I laughed at tonight. You're mm-hmm. really the only clean comic I saw tonight. Right. And I laughed a lot. So he used to book me for these amazing gigs that, and you'll understand this, because you know how you scrape for like 10 minutes <laughs> or 15 minutes, but mainly people are like, do five minutes. And if you do any more, we're going to cut you off. Right. So this guy would be like, so you've got a Valentine's Day gig and it's at this hall and you're doing 45 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Tim and, does stand up, too. So and he knows it. it too. Yeah. yeah. And, and he would just be like, you're doing 45 minutes at the opening of this Catholic youth center party. And I'm like, <sighs> OK. And so I got used to getting able to do a 45 minute show and after just being throwing thrown in there, yeah, just being like, okay, That's I can do I that. Thrown in there. I I can do that. You know, I write every day, so I can do it. And and I like the idea that I'm going to get paid. He's going to book me and set up the rules. Right. There's going to be a nice setup. I liked that. And when he got out of that kind of booking me, I just didn't want to go back to like shitty open mics. Yeah. You know, yeah. it was kind of like a, you you had that taste uh, of something. That was. It was just nice. Yeah. It was a nicer setup. Comfortable. Yeah, I didn't really want to put. I didn't know how I was going to develop as a person if I put myself in that lack of sleep, being around drunks. Yeah, it's yeah. not. It's thing. not for everybody. Yeah. It's rough. Yeah, yeah, and so, that's why there's not a whole lot of women. Per, you know, continuing. Yeah. yeah, and and if I could have a show like the Firefly Funnies was six years or five five years like the first Tuesday of the month or something like that and people really enjoyed it and I did whatever I wanted I, w- I might have like uh, oh I, so I usually did joke prompts so every comic would do their five minutes or whatever and then at the end I would bring all the comics back up and they would have had a prompt right like a Trump prompt or a winter prompt or squirrels or, or just whatever. Or anything, yeah. yeah. And, and they would all step up and do their, and the crowd would vote. And then I would give them all these ridiculous prizes like wax lips, or I'd make a t-shirt or I'd give them a bunch of balloons, just whatever. I'd give them a prize. Nothing like the fancy prizes you get here. Yeah. Right. <laughs> That's right. Not like my Star Wars lunchbox. But actually, but yeah. did you see the post on Facebook today? Mike Green, Bob yes. Phillips. We're going to be at O'Malley's January oh, 21st. I liked it. I said I'll be there. I know. Oh, that's right. That's so awesome. anyway, well, the reason I'm bringing that up is Shelly's the one, because she's got an eye, obviously, for putting these 
places to gather, and she found oh, O'Malley's. Yeah. O'Malley's yeah. has been there a while, but they. Well, you know. when Joey's closed, she piece. was sitting in the rest. She was there, and she noticed yeah. what an awesome stage. Well, they somebody just told him like my little improv group had performed down the street at. Do you know Barefoot Productions? They're a little theater in. I don't think so. But so it's right down the street from where Joey's used to be, right down the street from O'Malley's. So after our show, we went to karaoke there. And it was my whole troupe. And I saw some theater friends, and they knew Frank. And they're like, Shelly does comedy. He wants to do a comedy night here. He wants you to set up a comedy night. Oh, He's okay. like, oh, hey, I'm the owner. I'm the owner. And I was like, oh, wow, right now? <laughs> I yeah. can't be the one to do it, yeah. you know. But super I said, nice. She's girl. like, but I, I know said, a girl. I, no, no, I, no, no. She put it on Facebook, I and said, us vultures, we all jumped on it. No, like. He said, he said, do you think maybe you could help me put this together? I'm like, I think you can give me like five minutes. <laughs> Maybe give me five minutes. I happen to be one of the first two, like in the first minute. I said, "There's a new guy near Joey's who wants to do a show," <laughs> and everybody yeah, was like, "Me, me, 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 me! I want to do it." I'm like, "Hey, Nicole was first, yeah. and she she's super it. respectful, and like yeah. she'll she'll do a great job." Yeah. And it yeah, so was when's, a, that, when's that coming up? Tw- January 21st, and I got two headliners doing that nice. show. Nice. That is it's awesome. got a, that great is a great reputation. You got, five yeah. you got five minutes for me. <laughs> I got five minutes for 50 people, right? Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. That, that is a great lineup. And we got your, uh, when's the uh, 51st? Tuesday. January Tuesday, 3rd. January 3rd. Next Tuesday. Next so Tuesday. I won't Coming be up. saying anything funny until Tuesday. <laughs> I and thought of mine at the Ark. Uh, Ark. So now, do you start is, writing now in Ann Arbor? No. Uh, no. I like, oh, yeah. So it's on Main Street in Ann Arbor, thearc.org. So yeah. thearc.org. It's on Main Street in Ann Arbor. And um, wonderful place to see a show. And they just remodeled it and will be the first show oh, yeah. since the remodel. You got anything so, else coming up after that? Um, Did you want to throw out there? Let me see. Um, no, I mean, we're doing auditions for Ann Arbor Civic Theater for the improv group. I started with my friend David Widmeyer. We started the Ann Arbor Civic Theater Improv Ensemble about a year and a half ago, and that's grown, grown, grown. And with Pointless Theater there, Pointless Improv Theater, all those people have somewhere to go and right. be and drink and hang out, and it's wonderful, wonderful thing happening. So... Um, we're holding those auditions, but I feel like I just came off of, you know what I mean? It a was run. like, I, yeah, I like produced a musical, I, I produced 25th annual Sp- Putnam County Spelling Bee, and then I did this holiday show that went for several nights the arc, and then I'm doing 51st Jokes, and it's been like big production it's, after big yeah, production. It's hard. Yeah. yeah. It's awesome, though. It's been so fun. Yeah, all right. Okay, <laughs> Shelly. So well, uh, we yeah. did post the poster on the Facebook page. Oh, yeah. Did you? Of so, the, uh, 50, yeah, and we're going to post everything. We'll post CD song. Oh, yeah. And we'll remind everybody about Tuesday. Yeah, yeah. Tuesday, so, Tuesday, Tim, Tuesday at the Ark. I'll check out the Boombox tomorrow. It's going to be fun. Yeah, we're going to have a blast. Yeah. So. What's the theme for tomorrow? Uh, we are doing New Year's Eve theme. Which is? A New Year's Eve theme. <laughs> So, so, so <laughs> like, okay. just an eclectic mix of like it's not the same shit you're gonna hear at like you know whatever, but you can listen to it tomorrow noon to one on kradiobarcasting.com, or you can like listen to the podcast on midnight. We started yes. it off with a countdown, oh. so you can listen to it at right one midnight and then 
bring it in with us. And nice. then next week we're going to do an in memoriam for all the artists, music artists that we Oh, I've been, oh, I was cranking so up it's Purple be, Rain it's in the be car here. Prince, Glenn Fry, George, George Michael. Michael. It was yeah. his last Christmas. Even some Debbie that Reynolds. Of, that was out of fucking nowhere, I swear. It was, well, yeah. Well, so. I mean, I. I, I Shit happens. You can't well, take a Kanye West, but you can take George Michael. Fuck you. Oh, no. <laughs> just say so, no. Yeah, just say no. Heroin's a, heroin's <laughs> a, hel- right. heroin's a hell of a drug. Say nope to dope. So, all right, we got to wrap it up, all folks. Right. Shelly, thanks for coming in. Thanks, Shelly. Everybody, check out the ARC. Check Woo, out the 51st Dates. Guys, fun joke. show. Glad you made it home alive, Chris. Yeah, Yay. Chris. Fuck you, John Jude. No gift for you. <laughs> and we're out. Bye. Bye. See you.